straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that place. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip my dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on! Posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is November 5th, 2012, and it's time to riff the fuck on. I am your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is the hater for hire, the difficult brown, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How in the fuck are you, sir? Oh, Mitch, I'm feeling good right now. I'm on the eve of the election, the eve of a realignment. Shout mm-hmm. out to the yep. incumbent, baby. We doing it four more years, 1600. We in the building, son. Leaders of the free world. Brock, what up? All right. I actually, I did know what you were saying that time. So we're good. We're good. And our guest this evening, a, a last minute replacement that saved our hide tonight. Uh, and I thank her very much for that. Comedian Lizzie Pilcher. How the fuck are you? I am well. I am on the eve, as what my sister calls, the Independence Day. Because <laughs> she's one of those. Mm, mm. Which is weird. But still, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know what that means, but you're giving a look like you do know what that means. I know. I surely know what it means. Right. Rednecks that are just like, uh, Barack Obama's ruining the country. Yeah, she, uh, she's so she's a confederate, you understand. Oh, Mitch. I see. I didn't know that that had a political leaning, just that sentence. Yeah, I didn't realize Mitch, that you, this is why you are on that side of the table. Mm-hmm. Lizzie knows yep. something about being black. She has already established it. She <laughs> I'm just glad everybody somebody, in the Northwest knows someone more black. pale than me is sitting at the table for a change, <laughs> which almost never happens. And yet, the paleness is completely just balanced out by the negro osity right, she has right. brought <laughs> within yeah. the first three minutes. Man. It's How does that make like you feel? if you put it on a wheel, it comes back around again. Yeah. Like you can only get <laughs> so white before now you just, yeah. just flip over to right. black. Exactly. It's like going over the swing set. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. Like all point. the albinos in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. I've absorbed all of the light in the room. That's why I'm so white. As I've absorbed <laughs> all of the light. I'm so black that I've absorbed all the light. This is amazing. We have truly riffed through like a total space-time continuum. Riff this on a, through this, to the other side. This is a it's real, uh, like universal riffing, monumental, historic occasion right now. This is great. I said, yeah, that's world. right. All I mean, the way up there. All it is the historic because the next time we'll be doing a riffing pre-election night will be at the very least uh, four years from now, which is twice as long as we've been doing the show. So that will be, I kind of hope, not for nothing, that we're not doing the show in <laughs> four more years. I hope it's evolved to the point where somebody else can just do impressions of us. That'd be great. And we could sit back and count the Skrilla. Hey, well done. In large amounts of guap. Oh, fantastic. Yes, I um, believe I used that correctly. Are you familiar with the uh, Skrilla guap, uh, uh, those terminology? It sounds like some sort of dubstep. 
Oh, you're thinking of Skrillex. Yeah. Always giving this chance to showcase dubstep and some sort of like Ecuadorian salsa. Okay. Now those are very good assessments of those terms. They are in fact Skrilla Ecuadorian salsa. Common street terms for currency. Don't don't let him fool you. Common is a little a little. We roam different streets, you understand. Yeah, that's right, uh, right. I was curious, uh, where are your people from that you're referencing at the top of the show? So you're talking about your your cousins who are taunting you about Independence Day? No, my sister. Oh, my sister, sister. Uh, she lives in Colorado. Okay. And she posted on Facebook. I think they're going blue Is she around year, Colorado right? Springs? Is she in that area? No, she's in, uh, she's in like a suburb. North of Denver, mm. they've and gone. It, they've gone Democrat this year, haven't they? Yeah, they, Colorado will indeed. Uh, they go back and that's, forth. That's the word out on on mm-hmm. the street. Heavily driven by the uh, Latino turnout there. Correct. It mm. used to be a red state until Colorado's got some. Good I thought Mexicans and snow were not fans of each other, but you know, there's some real mountainous regions. There. Oh, Obama has jumped up to ninety one point four percent chance of winning. Son, it's, that's, it's, uh, even better. What's happening now is a lot of grifters who run polls uh, who uh, flated up uh, over the. Of the election sure. uh, to keep the money coming in because they mm-hmm. have to look respectable afterwards. Sure. So, and now, unfortunately, reality is not. Now they just they shift right. things back to where it's always has been. Which right. is, oh, it kind of looks like he's going to win, which is it's always been there. Do you understand? Right. Well, mm-hmm. according to CNN's latest news poll, the GOP <laughs> has internal polls that say Romney is going to win. So, according to the GOP's internal polls, where they just raise their hands. Uh, is, according to my mouth, my liver is in perfect condition. <laughs> so, I mean. Um, you know, I'm just saying. Here is here is According how you to the know. Gin, however, here's how you know that they story. are not doing well. Uh, you're not in a good position when the man who would be vice president is on a conference call saying uh, that the president of the United States does not uphold Judeo-Christian values, as happened today. Oh, so, uh, polls aside, when those things are uttered in real-world terms, that is not good for your team, son. Uh, and then there's you know there's the the thing about Christie where where it's like uh, many people it's like not only is there the the let's even give him the benefit of the doubt let's say he's genuinely like all right Obama pulled it together kudos but also uh, from a political standpoint he's like well, Romney's not going to win and he's definitely not going to run in 2016 but I might so if I set myself up as somebody who's like plays well with the other side. Well, I think the interesting thing is that he doesn't take responsibility. He doesn't say, I've changed my mind about Obama. He's like, oh, I've got better things to do, which is fine. But if you meet somebody and your impressions change, fucking own up to it. Be like, hey, I was wrong. This guy's cool. But yeah. you're right. He's got to save his season. That happens on this show all the time. Chris Christie's an interesting one because he honestly has no realistic chance of ever attaining the presidency, not the least of which is the fact that this country hates fat people. Uh, yeah, so that I heard will, a lot about I that. I disagree. Yeah. People have, are starting not, to love fat people. Not as politicians. That that will like he would not survive. Well, now that's all. the weird thing. Like because there's that there was that thing where when when Obama got elected and Michelle was like, listen, gardens, gardens and vegetables are pretty awesome. And then like there's all those Republicans. She's telling us what to plant. In that the has nothing to like, do about fat. You no, but what I'm saying is, you know, from a health perspective, if, if you if you're just a dyed in the wool uh, uh, Republican, you could be like, listen, I like a man with some heft. He's not going to tell me how to eat. 
No, that's not. I mean, that's not going to happen, son. There's a all reason right, that every right. political presidential candidate slims down if they're getting serious about hitting the campaign trail. So he's already. I don't know. The, Teddy Roosevelt did a right, pretty Mitch, sweet okay, if, you, if you bring up he Chris Christie's hat. name, right? If you bring right, up Chris Christie's right. name, and sure. you if you talk about what happened with Hurricane Sandy, and you're like, that was really cool how Chris Christie was stand-up guy with the president or whatever, and right. you have a couple people in the room, and other people are like, yeah, that's pretty cool. One of those people guarantee you'll be like, yeah, he's still a fat fuck. That will still happen. Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay. That is sure. what I'm talking about. Sure. Okay? I don't think Extrapolate he's... to the country at large. That's... I... I don't think he's that fat. <laughs> like, here's the thing: is like he's not that fat compared to compared to fucking Texas and compared to the the mid. Like he's average. He is more than normal. Like, I, he's got a bit more of, of average. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't think he, I don't, he doesn't strike me as like morbidly obese because there is because there is. He wouldn't be a governor. If he was morbidly obese. Yeah, he, like, he's got to be just fat enough to get elected. You understand? Or, he's on the boundary of publicly acceptable obesity. I would say. Oh yeah, sure. He's, uh, he's got a publicly. But acceptable in terms level of going of to a national, like I'm just saying, just in terms of, and it's got nothing to do about like I personally, I do not like Chris Christie. He, the man was a corrupt U.S. attorney. He's an absolute grifter. He's, you know, a bit of a ham hiss, ham-fisted asshole. There uh, you go with the fat thing again. Uh, you son of a bitch. Got always got uh, ham in his fist. Is that what it's about? Uh, but like, man likes some bacon. But Who doesn't? You can't. You can't even, America. You can't have a discussion about him as a person without it inevitably revolving back to someone being like, "Yeah, well, fuck that fat bastard." That's that's kind of the problem. I'm saying like that is what he's up against, mm. society-wise yeah. speaking. Uh, the other thing is that he, you can't be a Republican presidential nominee and have said positive things about Muslims in the past, which Chris Christie has done when he has nominated a Muslim, uh, for a judge. So that, uh, that is an automatic disqualifier. You will never win the presidency. Yeah. Ever, son. You can put that shit to bed. Don't matter how many fucking southern babies you kiss, <laughs> you ain't going to no White House. Go to Ooh, bed, Chris Christie. Kiss some Southern babies like that. <laughs> you can eat all the grits you want to, son. Ain't enough in the world to put you in 1600 Pennsylvania. Yeah, what was Romney's position on grits? Did he have an official? I think he went back and forth on grits. Mm, you, you, didn't go, you don't go back. It's, it's one or the other. You mm-hmm. have to pick a side if there's one thing. Yeah. Where do you come down on grits? Uh, I don't like them. Not a fan. No. Okay. I think Romney, Romney would be like, oh, they're they're cost effective. I think he'd be like, ah, oh, you know, they're cheap. <laughs> so this is what the poor <laughs> people he probably eat. actually. He's would, a businessman. Yeah. He's I would. I've been like Romney actually would say they're, they're cost, cost effective. effective. Yeah. yeah, like that is how he would talk about grits. Like, get your old Staples promoting ass out of here. Uh, I was like, I like it. It's cheap. We can feed this to the poor it's people. It's cost effective. It's yeah. good. you got grits. You don't need to worry about us. That's great. Uh, yeah. You don't need to go raising taxes on on the one yeah. percent or anything. Come on, you got grits. Uh, don't be taking. You my seem grits. to be very fond of these things you call grits. So stick with them. I'm sure they'll go far in life. That is amazing. If you need yeah. some grits, borrow some from your parents. Oh. <laughs> Uh, make sure. Uh, hopefully, they don't have the instant. That, that is, is no good. I was saying, like, you are in a sad, you are in a sad state of affairs, and you're like, Mom, I'm all out of grits. Can I borrow some? What about a job? I am it's a like, fan of malto meal, though. Like, that's kind of grittish. Maybe? I think that's grits and milk, right? Oh, malto meal is a fucking. I can't ride with you. I, no, I'm I'm not a fan of malto meal grits. either. I guess I something. I, you I know what? For some reason, for some reason, it reminds me of like paste, like glue paste. 
So Enough not a sugar fan. and butter. It was. It was. It was. See, like, but that's my argument. When it comes to foods, where people go, "Oh, if you put this on it and that on it and this on it," mm, and you're like, "Wait a minute," then the food isn't good, right? Like, no. It's if you put all that shit on top of it. Yeah, I can make anything taste good with a little bit oh, of garlic. That's, right. That's good. Right. You know what I mean? Some Italian seasoning and some salt. Yeah, I'll I'll make. But is that not it's gourmet the, enough even for Teddy? That's part of the process, though, of making it uh, edible and consumable. You can't differentiate. Does Malto meal? Does it say on the back of the box? Add one cup of sugar or something like that? No, it doesn't. It. Uh-huh. it I I just read the instructions. And <laughs> Do whatever you want to make it fucking delicious. <laughs> That's what it says. Malto on the meal, the malt of the people. <laughs> Malto meal was my answer to sugary cereals as a kid. Like my mom would buy Cheerios in the bag. So I, I still like, love Cheerios. Like, I have Cheerios in my cupboard right now. I, I love Cheerios. I you know I'm a Were Waffle you? Crisp. You know Fuck Captain you. Crunch. Waffle Crisp. I haven't heard waffle crisp. Waffle, I can I can put down a box. What about of, cookie crisp? I never really got into crisp. You know what? You I know? like I didn't really get into cookie crisp because I was like you saw the commercials and I was like fuck yeah a box full of cookies and cereal that's amazing and then I got it and I was like they're this criminals. So I was like this. <laughs> Criminal! It's criminal to make fucking cookies. In <laughs> my, my mom had a my mom had a vehement uh, anti-sugary cereals uh, directive in the house, so there was no sugary cereals until I was like, I think I was like fifteen before mom was like, fine, yeah. I'll buy some. like once a year I'd get. Uh, Corn pops, I think, right? Whatever, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Those were those corn were like pops? corn pops. pops. Yeah, corn that's pops. Okay. Oh corn man! Pops. Shout out to I got corn those pops. like those yeah. like once a year, and I was like, awesome. But you then got I got to about like fifteen, sixteen, and then my mom was like, fine, I'll buy the sugary cereals, and I I got a few boxes of stuff, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going back to Cheerios. This really? other shit is bullshit. First I fucking all, hate sugary first cereals. First of all, corn pops were fucking. Ju- I, I I mean, I'll grant you corn pops out of sugary cereals. Corn pops would be probably my favorite. But I like. I'm like. An, I've always been sort of an old person when it comes to breakfast cereal. I liked Raisin Bran, Grape Nuts, Cheerios, Pro Game. I got started I off on big, Raisin Bran as a big kid. Big fan of Pro Game. I revolt. I was like, if this is what I am gonna grow up and eat as cereal, then I'm out. This Grape bitch. Nuts. Oh no, Raisin Bran. Oh, son. Raisin Bran. I was like, yeah, I the like, problem with Raisin Bran is you got to eat it fucking fast. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, just have this like mold I would, and I would like raisin bran pudding. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. if you made a Find mistake of watching raisin bran while eating something on TV that was interesting, and then you were just like watching it until a commercial happened, your raisin bran was done. Yeah. Just yep. fucking no don't even don't even mm. try to put your spoon back in. No, you just form it into a ball, stick it in the right. oven, and have a raisin bran cookie. My mom did something similar to your mom with uh, with cereals. Uh, we ate kicks. Uh, mm. Remember those? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted kicks. Oh man, you never had kicks? Well, no, I've, I had them, but it was like every, it was all on the fucking bottom shelf bag shit. So there were uh, like kicks had made it like Fruit Loops. Yeah. And Fruit. You had like, some Fruitios. The Fruitios, yeah. just you know, like the. the <laughs> <laughs> I recall. I recall. You know, it had like the uh, shittiest like the I had poor slug friends, so. on it. You know what I, I mean? Like. <laughs> Don't put that on the board, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I saw you the, looking. Put it on the board. It was fucking fine. Uh, I have more uh, friends going on the board, bitch. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Requested by Liz. Make me sound like I was raising a man. This left a great social economic anyway, start on the board. So, uh, Did you have a smoking jacket with your fucking kicks? <laughs> like, mm. Mother, I require kicks this morning. <laughs> oh, I wish. I'll have to send Alfred to the store. Here's the other one that I had. Frosted mini-weeds. Those things were fucking amazing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Frosted yeah. maybe those. And you ever, so did you ever do that thing where, where every, every enough- time you lifted it up, you were like, "Hold on, let me turn them so that they're all sugar side, so yeah. I get the sugar right down yeah. on the tongue." I did that. Yeah, yeah. 
was, that was, that was uh, and then every once in a while, it pissed me off. It was like towards the bottom of the frosted mini wheats. It was all just wheats. It was just wheat pieces. Yeah. And you were like, where's, where? And you just eat it like hoping for like, oh, I found a piece of powdered sugar in there somewhere. But yeah, yeah. Grape nuts was another thing that if you put the right amount of sugar in, it was <laughs> fucking amazing. You too. never. Like that's the never. only thing yeah. that I can cook is, is I can make a mean bowl of grape nuts. Just. <laughs> Grape nuts that will give you an erection, you know? It's just... Damn, that... I is... mean, grape nuts already do give me an erection. Yeah? Is so, that, you, I mean... Are you that hardcore in grape nuts? Why you got no, Cheerios in I your say that. I say that, but I haven't actually bought grape nuts That's for myself for in best, years. Though. It's probably, I think it, I think what it is... It's called self-restraint, Mitch. I've had all the teeth on my, on my top... Uh, top of my mouth replaced and not the bottom ones yet, so I feel oh. like I don't want to chance it with grape nuts. You know what I mean? I don't want to, like, just throw a bunch of rocks in my mouth and hope for the best. You know I'm like, come on, we're going to make it. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal. But sugar, that's not cooking, but I mean, you know. But you, mac and cheese. That is the fucking closest thing to cooking that I come to. Mac and cheese? I can. Mac and cheese, come on. You know, you know, I never know if the mac and cheese is right. Mac and cheese. Really? Like, I can, I don't Follow the box. I, you know, here's the, here's the trick. Here's the trick. Boil the water first before you put the mac. In. I know that. I know okay. that. But I don't know how Some long you put them in for. They say. It well, says it know, on the box. They give you a range of like no, no, five to six. No, it's five minutes right on the box. There. Okay, maybe you buy a different. Maybe again, she was operating. It says videos, more Mitch. if you prefer maybe it softer. Not. But if you just go by the like the the like low end, if it's five to nine minutes, you can go five minutes and then one minute for taste. I'm just talking about pasta. I know pasta stuff, you know. Um, but I feel cook. bad because, like, you should uh, mac and cheese is it's like gross. that's the gateway drug of a home cook. It's gross. Mac and cheese is gross. Gross. Why? If you put now hot I can't dogs get... in it, mac and cheese is fine. Okay, now first of all, hold on. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm Dry heat. Really? Wow, that was... you guys, oh, no. What? Are you... I love mac and cheese, but mac and cheese with fucking hot dogs. You've never had no. mac and cheese. You guys are, have fucking lived terrible lives if you've never had. By the way, Jose Chavez just looked it up. It's seven minutes. Mac and cheese. It <laughs> <He laughs> said five. Wait, what are you? You putting hot dogs in mac and cheese? It's amazing. I will say my my nieces. That's that's all. All they wanted when they were like up until they were like five years old that's all my sister would get them to eat was mac and cheese with hot dogs and i was like why is that a thing oh, oh, oh. that is somehow eaten by multiple people because know. it's a delicious thing what so you cook hot dogs and macaroni I, and cheese well, here's the thing is like i don't even cook mac and cheese so it's when my you know i haven't had do you live years. alone do you have roommates what do you I, I live alone i used to have a roommate but now i live alone and it's fucking how do you awful. eat it's army of one uh i just eat like a lot of like salad raw, what do you do? yeah salads and protein make a lot Fruitios. of kale shakes and shit what's that making a lot of kale shakes and shit no you know, I do a lot of All like right. eggs. Like I can, I can do eggs. Like for me, like I could cook for me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, "Hey, everybody, come over and have this." Bitch. No dinner parties. No, fuck now. You're not. I haven't. I haven't grown. I'm, I'm working my way up to dinner party status. I'm not yet. Like I, I can comfortably cook for one because I know even if it's terrible, they're not gonna say anything. But if you cook for four, they're gonna have a conversation. I had a preview dinner party for me. But he did. He did. Uh, he did come over here for some sirloin steaks, uh, salad. He skipped on my mashed potatoes. I'm not a mashed potatoes fan. Really? They were garlic mashed potatoes. I made them myself. Oh. I, I have mean, a very particular know. palate. I'm very. It's very finicky with textures. It's weird. Uh, mashed potatoes are not. Uh, but I can I can indoor grill the fuck out of the top sirloin. 
Bring, so, it, bring you know. a gas mask over the shit. Yeah, man. yeah. Real. It's fucking, I'm telling you, the cast iron. Cast iron will smoke <laughs> like a bitch. You gotta, I gotta remove all my fucking smoke detectors, yeah, close shit. all the doors, oh, turn on, like, God. I gotta get out my Fuck external you. fan, blow it outside and shit. I'm like, I can't hear you. What? I'm cooking steak. Like, you're gonna be belly crawling yeah, all over the yeah, apartment to get yeah. to the dinner. It's good, it's good eats like, though. It's I know, good. I, I, I get it. I don't know. I, I started, I mean, the mo, like when I moved out to live on my own, 2009, that's when I was, it was just after I had started learning how to like cook anything beyond like mac and cheese. And, uh, over the years I've gotten better and it's, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's like, and if I'm cooking just for me, like if I fuck it up, which happens uh, quite often, I just um, pour a new bowl. Less so, yeah. Thankfully, the, no, I'll just power through. I don't, I don't care that much. I'm like, it's food. You know what I mean? If I burn the shit out of a salmon, I'm like, yeah, it's roasted. Oh. But whatever, I'll eat it. You know, like you know. But I just, I'll ca- take notes. You know, I'll sit down at the computer afterwards and be like, let's go over the numbers. Really? Here. Yeah, I'll do calculations and go. Okay, well, I did this fucking, for four minutes. Like run a logarithm. Just yeah. To do a fucking yeah. <laughs> You don't want to, like, did you, you saw your facial expression you gave when I said I burnt the salmon. You were like, Ugh, uh, that, I don't want that. I don't want that ever to happen. So. The salmon, it, I am disgusted by salmon. Oh, okay. Because, so it's got nothing to do with the roast. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with the roast. My, right. I remember the smell. Lizzie will not be here on salmon salsa verde night. My mom used to can salmon. She used to fish, and she used to can oh, it. Oh, never mind. And it's That's a different story. Fucking thing. disgusting! Like it smelled like salmon threw up salmon. Like they like it was just. Did you grow up by the by the sea or no? In Colorado, they by, the Colorado. Sea. by the sea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how no, canned salmon works. I don't know. We lived to... by the sea in a cabin. <laughs> Mother to... would get some salmon, <laughs> she put it in a can, and real... salmon would throw up salmon in the Cape can. Shit to me. I don't know how New England in the works, winter. Months when it was too cold to blink your eyes, we had salmon <laughs> on a stick. All right, what? She, used to, she used to go out with a trident and fucking stab <laughs> salmon <laughs> like Poseidon. I was really buying into everything you were saying until trident came out of your mouth. No, no, no knew, she used to fish. We used to we, we used to go in the mountains, Colorado. You, could, you fit you you can catch independent salmon. woman. I like it. Yeah. Fucking man, you see canned salmon, and it was fucking disgusting, you, and it smelled, and I was, and it, and, and here's the thing is like, so you, do, you, do you only eat vegetables these days? Yeah, I don't still... eat seafood because you know, oh, okay, when... not seafood, but I mean, you eat meat outside of seafood. Oh yeah, yeah, like steak, but and salmon, okay. no dice, no, no salmon, no fish because it's you know, too real. It's I didn't like salmon for a long time, so I mean, I can see how it. That's one of those meals that if if you're not into it and you ha- and you go like, oh, I'll develop a taste for it, it'll just get worse. It's not one of those, you know what I mean? There's some things that you could go, oh, I don't like this. And after four or five times, you're like, I've gotten a taste for it. Salmon's not like that. It just yeah. gets worse until you have, <laughs> and until you finally have like good salmon one day and you're just out of nowhere. It has to be like a year past your last salmon experience. And then you're like, well, this is not bad. And then all of a sudden you're okay. It's, it's very strange like that. But I mean, there's still, there's still, I've had friends like cook salmon and I'm like, I cook a very good salmon. Damn. Do you? I cook an incredible salmon. Do you? I don't, I don't, uh, I do, yes. <laughs> you I do. do or you don't? Yeah. I do. But you leave the skin on. Oh, and then you peel it off. And it's... Yeah, no, but see, I, I do the, you know, I do the, you know, cut the shit ahead of time. That's like one of my favorite things. Is filleting the shit, like doing the, you know, hold the skin. I think and, you just enjoy. You guys ever got a fish? Uh, I no, have. I'm yeah, I've not done that. No. Yeah, I'm guessing you, you have uh, partaken in that, have you? Well, yeah, that's what, that's what we do. She's like, I can gut a fish, cut it, that's and fillet it. three and a half seconds. No, it's gross. It's a, they were trout. You know what I mean? They're so they're small. They're not like they're salmon or 
To be fair, it's been so long since I've gotten yeah, a fish. Would I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, ah, uh, I think you just pull the jaw and hope for luck. No, isn't it? You just like just it's just you slit up the belly. You just kind of get the innards out, right? You don't even fucking deal with the jaw. Well, you're supposed to like, yeah. I think you're supposed to cut the belly and then, but you pull the jaw because you get the mouth off, kind of, and it takes out the innards with the spine. Or maybe it's yeah, no, maybe it's, you're like, right. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've skinned. You know what? This conversation I've... sounds like y'all mm. sound like the first people that like caught a fish <laughs> and were like, "The fuck do we do now?" <laughs> I know we gotta cook it. You know, like, all right, listen, like we just How do we do this. We just hollered at that dude who figured out what fire was like three weeks ago. Like now we're trying to fish. Right. Like, I what? think it probably depends on the fish. Salmon. I think you just chop the head, cut down the side. But the, and then you have to debone the damn thing, de de prickle or whatever it is. You just sit there and push against right. the grain, yank it out with a needle nose, and that takes like an hour because there's like a hundred of them. It's fucking. Do you? Who has I, time for that? Do you ever, I'm sorry. You're, no, no, no. Just just, go ahead. Sorry, I know a thing or two about fish. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna so say the, the, uh, the you know the asshole at Ralph's can debone it, but yeah, that's what I that's interest. what I do. I'm like, is that deboned? But and I, but I like skinning it. It's fun. I got the I got the fillet knife. I've just I've just recently yours, yours like I've cooked salmon probably ten times in the last like three months trying to get my salmon technique down, mm-hmm. and and maybe the like three or four times ago I finally got my filleting down to where I don't take any piece of the actual salmon away. And I'm very proud of you that. You should come over. I'll it's cook fun. you some skinless salmon. Okay. Have you guys had coconut salmon? I'll do salmon? Salmon. Coconut like salmon before? Coconut. Coconut salmon. Uh, coconut salmon is supposed to be the best salmon. Hmm. Uh, it's it's only a certain time of year. It's in Alaska when they when they spawn. And so it's supposed to be the one of the best salmons. Hmm. I have Coconut salmon is supposed it's to be fantastic. I'll have to look that up. I just watched an Alton Brown special uh, over the weekend uh, about salmon, the, the, uh, the wild salmon and farm fresh and all that. It was this whole thing about. I got really like geeked out on Saturday. I was like, I was actually writing material, and then for some reason I was like, I'm really hungry. I'm going to cook, and then I, I thought about like. Oh, I wonder how what Alton Brown recommends for these potatoes. And then I just got into an Alton Brown kick, and fucking that was it. And I was I was just stuck in front of my computer for like four hours, going, "That's fucking genius," you know. I geek out on things. That's it's like most of my interests in life are uh, these days are uh, heavily dependent on like how how like how many new accoutrements I can purchase in order to support this new habit <laughs> and or uh, the wealth of information available and the personalities of the people who provide that wealth of information. Like if they're like a bunch of cocks, I'm like, I don't like this, this so like, activity anymore. So like let's say you found a really charismatic bass fishing person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you, would you be? But I used to do that as a kid. I used to bass fish as a kid. Oh, so you're just a sucker waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Where's> this? Yeah. There's <laughs> a bass fishing sucker born. Like, well, like I got Rivopolis, go ahead and get your fucking motorboats going. Get your fan like the only going. Like we talked about, the only sport that I've that I've played in the last decade was golf. And I was like, but there's so many accoutrements. I get to buy like neat little polo shirts and like golf cleats, like golf Argyle. balls. I can yeah, sit there and like I can you. I can weigh down. I can sit there and like look at the performance specs on various golf balls and go, I think this is the best price to performance at the per- current marketplace and so on and so forth. And 
figure out the oh you know God. I get I get I'm a I'm how are a you geek. in 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 Claire's like do you go into Claire's in the mall and it's just like fucking <laughs> <laughs> holy shit accoutrements galore like it just it, well there was oh, well that's shit. just it because that's going on the board how at, are you at, in Claire's if you if that's you added up all the all night. the piercings I've had in my life um <laughs> it's it would it's in the thirties. And it's like, there, yeah. And so it's like, there's a lot of yeah, times where I'm so. like, oh, I get all these new jewelry pieces I can shop for. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this works better on the top of the ear, and this works better as like a plug. My ears are stretched to the point that they are because I found a really cool pair of two gauge plugs that I really wanted, but my ears weren't stretched that they were at 10 gauge at the time. So it took me like six months of constant stretching, got up to two gauge, put them in, and I was like, oh, these look like shit. So then I went up to double zero and wear the ones I wear now. Actually, I had zeros that were these little stars that were pretty cool, like inverted pentagrams. Uh, but I lost one of them, so it's it's funny. Again. It's really funny that I uh, I know I'm extremely gay in that regard. Nah, I mean, it's, it's, funny. Okay. it's funny that we do this podcast together because the more I sit across from you on these Monday nights, the more that you are the guy in high school that I. I was like, I don't, I don't trust you. I was like, cool with you, but I was like, I don't trust you. You got too many things in your face. Do you know what I mean? I didn't. In high school? I'm not talking about you. Oh. I'm talking about you now, Mitch. Not Saying if you in high school ran right. into me now. Right, yes. If we First off, that's first creepy. Of all, first, first of all, off, that's yeah, creepy. Yeah. Like, if he hey, I'm twice your age, 17-year-old. Okay, Mitch. What's going on? <laughs> okay. Also, I feel like you downplayed hey, young substantially blood. your... Uh, <laughs> I feel bad. You want more tequila? I can I grab my other. I can beer. grab my other bottle. Your hoodlumism. I will gladly uh, get the woman a beer. Uh, you downplayed the stories of your hoodlumism in high school, sir. Maybe not the piercings, but uh, I wasn't. I wasn't that hoodlish. That hoodlish, sir. Nah. What were you like in high school? That's, that's my she got a Lisa very mischievous much. grin now. That's I just want to know. Like, like I, I, like I don't know why. Maybe I still, maybe I still think about high school. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what is? Would, what would you think Mitch was like in high school before Mitch uh, confirms? Like, this is your idea of Mitch now here, and I'll, now let's let's. Mm. I don't know what her idea of me now is. Well, for that matter, you'll find out once right. you hear about the high school. Well, well, I guess so. We'll weave so. the tape. All right. Well, you've already eliminated the fact that you didn't have any piercings. So I would say. I I did. I did have my tongue pierced in senior year. You are a liar and a thief. Sorry. Just just putting that out there. I, I was you take your headphones <laughs> off so our ears bleed, you fucking asshole. Go ahead, sorry. I think maybe I did have a bunch of ear piercings, if that matters. You, you you could have been maybe a raver kid or like like Wait, that would be the last. Thing. I should just give no in that, I, uh, in indication. That, in that sort of yeah, genre head, of bitch. like you're you're not the jock, you're not like may you're, you're sort of the outcast, like, you probably weren't a fucking Hesher, you know? You, you just probably were, like, on the outskirts of, like, the outskirts. Of- outskirts of the outskirts, damn. In the Badlands. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's... That <laughs> just be- me in a pot yes. and a fire. Yeah, right? And a can of beans. Yeah. Fucking, I love it. Mitch You've wandered bad. into the Badlands of high school. What are you doing here? Oh, you got it? any grape nuts? That's the cost of... <laughs> Passage. Yeah. Oh, Solve man. my fucking riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Solve it. No hall passes beyond this point. <laughs> well, I th- well my 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 freshman and sophomore year, I was like a grunge kid. Uh, you know, that was the Nirvana days, I and mean, yeah, that yeah. was like the height of the thing. And in my sophomore year, uh, myself, flannel? a lot of flannel, huh? A lot of flannel. 
Mitch? A lot of flannel. Yeah. I think there's a lot of flaming. I was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of flannel. I could show you photos. I won't. But um, you will. Uh, no. And uh, <laughs> uh, my friend and I were uh, were sophomores, and the new batch of freshmen that came in treated us like gods. So we were like, this is awesome. We have this harem of of uh, underclassmen, as it were, and uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, so I felt like kind of a popular kid in a subculture in the in the uh, outskirts, <laughs> the outskirts in the, in the hinter, hinter, where you, we owned yes. like certain right. parts of the school that was like this was our lunch area, Bad this lands. was our you know the Badlands. Yeah. yeah, we would we would take things and just be like this is our area. We didn't fuck with anybody, and then some people fucked with us, and uh, I didn't do it, but some people uh, were stabbed for fucking with that group of people. Um, I believe you've told this story. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you've, you've and then, uh, and then jun- junior. That's how the Badlands gets down. You understand? <laughs> then junior yeah. year, I had I had moved between sophomore and junior year to a different school district, but I was still for the first like nine weeks or something. I was still going to the old high school, and then I was like, you know what? All my friends are at this other high school. I should just go there. And that place was like uh, just a lawless. It was crazy because it, it after school they had a night school in the building. <laughs> I, I just so picture like gunfights and shit, like like you know, were, like the, the were, old west, like people just like opium uh, yeah. dens at this fucking. High were, school. Welcome were, to Dodge City High School. <laughs> there were constant like fights and things like that, but we, you know, once again, I had a crew of people, and we kind of stuck to our own. And but but it was weird because like y- you would just walk on campus and smoke, like people were just smoking, and it was like you can't smoke in tobacco cool. or reefer. Yeah. No, uh, well, probably both actually, but mostly <laughs> well, mostly no. tobacco. <laughs> Just because it was like a lower sentence, if I if and most of the time the guards would just come up and be like, "Could you put that out?" And you're like, "Hold on, one more drag." You know what I mean? And it was not. I had a very Mister Belding Zach Morris relationship with the vice principal at that school, where I was like, I'd get into trouble because he would just come up and catch me doing something. He'd be like, oh, "We gotta have a talk," and I'm like, "All right, fine." But so we you were very were a cool. Hoodlum. You were a hoodlum, I guess, but I was on good. Ju- but I was I was in those what you, what uh, junior think? senior year. I was more like goth than than grunge. A goth which I, I, I'm sure wouldn't surprise you. You were a different then, kind of hoodlum. Each, and then you do, uh, Lizzie. You you have a, a YouTube series you're doing about uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, the goth the, subcultures with the, with the goth subculture. Um, it's called is the pale skin uh, 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 coincidental or what? No, no, the pale skin is is intentional throughout my whole fucking life. Like, okay, so like you were I, in the goth crew. Well, you know, I was a late bloomer, so um, I always you, wonder what that means. But go ahead. Well, you know, I was very. Uncool I didn't get facial hair until I was twenty three. If that's what you mean by late bloomer. Yeah, that sounds disturbing. <laughs> I don't know if that's the same thing as late bloomer. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just, it just, like, when I was in high school, uh, I was I was considerably more overweight, so at that time, like, America hadn't gotten fat yet, so uh, clothes were hard to find, so I, I was just sort of, I was this geeky, like, like they called me Chewbacca in high school, like, that was my, my fucking, no, I wasn't. It's just that you were very tall. I was very tall and large, and I had, like, a lot of, my hair's blonde, naturally, so, mm. I, you know, I wasn't, it was, it was, I was sort of, I, yeah, I was see, on, Lizzie I was me up, on, cause she's 5'11 without a hunch, I'm 6'1 with a hunch. So I had to be like, well, I'm not really six I'm four, six, I'm six one. Oh, you are yeah. six one. I thought you were five eleven for some reason. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then she's taller than me. Definitely. 
So that's it was yeah. that thing where I was like, damn, I'm cold on my bullshit. I'm like trying to straighten out. I'm like, oh, no, nah, it doesn't work. Sorry, go ahead. No, so you know, it took me a long time to like, I've just been a slave. Like, when I was 21, um, that's when I, 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 you know, Virginia, my, my, my pal that does this, this web series, she's more goth. I admittedly am more bubblegum goth. Like, <laughs> like, like there's some, there's some darkness inside, but I've sure. never gone to a goth club. Like I've never, really? like, yeah, because. I like that. I live across the street from Bar Sinister here, you know. That's a, yeah. that's a good like tagline for you. There's some darkness inside, but There's... I mean, come on. That's... No, I mean, I, I, I can get on that. It's the same kind of thing as like, you know, uh, there's not a lot of goth comedians, you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that. It's like, I don't have like, you know, a dark outfit. You know how the world I've always liked evil looking shit. I've always liked dark, you know, like you can see the wallpaper and things like that. Like I've all like evil, like skulls and de- demons and shit like that. But I'm generally a happy person. So I can, I, I can get on board well, with no, that. Well, it's not even about like happiness. It's just when I, I decided to <laughs> no, like. I'm still filled with, <laughs> with rage in my blackened heart. But, well, yeah, that's the whole right. thing. It's just like I was more sort of alternative rather than super goth you know because okay. like the, the whole my, my whole issue was at the time and when i was like in my teenagers is that there was no way for me to find goth clothes in my size unless i'm wearing a fucking cape in you know virginia I mean? yeah in colorado like oh, like at the colorado. time like i didn't have i didn't sense. have the cash to, to drop a lot of money so it was just mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. fuck it so i was more comfortable in just like men's jeans and like a polo it it was really weird. So you were like a goth and undercover, essentially. Yeah, and so I mean, the, the, <laughs> you, the, the, you don't know how fucking sad I am under these men's <laughs> the jeans. The heart was the heart was drying of blood sure, during sure. high school. Yeah, sure. But then I probably even of, more so because no one you couldn't even really identify out, like out in public with your sadness. You were like like a trap goth. Yeah. And this is this right. would have been so extra uh, torment. If you are the same age as me, then you would have graduated in ninety seven. Six. 96. Yeah. Um, and the Columbine was 98, 99? Correct. Yeah. Somebody so it's knows. like the goth thing hadn't yet been sort of outlawed by Colorado no. until like another two years, which is like around the time they discovered there was a goth thing, I think. Well, the whole Columbine thing was it was just such a media circus, and it it was like the John Bonet and the Columbine thing. It just turned me off on Colorado because I, I realized everybody's just a fucking idiot there. Just like, what do you guys. Settle down about John Bonet, like like. Sure, sure. And I don't think they figured it out, but Columbine it was, like everybody came. It was like one of it was the biggest massacre, school shooting, ever. I think I think what fucked a lot of people up was just the idea that there were two guys. They planned it for months. Right. It was all this different stuff that like just fucks people up. It's the same way, you know, any any kind of planned out thing like that where it's like they planned for months yeah. a group. So on and so forth is far more frightening to people than just like one guy snaps, yeah. as they say, going postal. Like that didn't freak people out quite as much for some reason, which I, I think that would freak me out well, more. Somebody think, snapping is way more frightening than somebody like sitting down and having a plan. I but, mean, I think this is me. the thing about Columbine that was so frightening now, or frightening then, that's so depressing now uh, when those kind of incidents happen is that. That time, yeah, it's so premeditated, and that yeah, requires yeah. so much just willful apathy and sort of willful naiveness uh, as to what your children are doing, and a whole community just allowing that to kind of happen. Do you know, exactly. like that, and that's the sort of bigger thing. Whereas now you are a decade plus removed, and 
mass shooting incidents of that nature where they're all premeditated aren't these big sensationalistic things that are on the cover of Newsweek and Time and 24-hour news cycles. They're just a thing that's a blurb, you know? Yeah, and they they worked really hard to find a reason of why why it happened and that I think what was bothering me like oh it's Marilyn Manson it's like you know I I actually was very when that that happened immediately like after that happened I thought to myself like it's very surprising the first high school I went to was divided into these classes of like jocks and cheerleaders. You know, it was like it was like an '80s movie because I, I think that oh, the okay. high school had started in like '83, '84. Right. So my theory was because the other high school had been around since like the '40s. So my theory is that that the the newer high school stuck to those things, not knowing any better. Like people just uh... jumping into a high school and they'd only seen movies and they were like, "We're a class," you know, we're. You know, and that'll carry through. So it was surprising to me that never happened at the high school I came from. Like, that was the first reaction I had to the Columbine thing was, like, you know, the amount of kids that I knew that had, like, fucking snapped and, like, lost their shit. And, like I said, like, stabbed dudes and stuff like that. Like, I can recall times where... um where what we call jocks, the sports team, whatever have you, would literally follow us home in trucks. Like they would surround us on all sides with trucks and just throw eggs at us and throw whatever oh have you God. all the way to your front door. And uh, and then you'd go into school and you'd go to whoever authority figure and be like, listen, fucking yesterday I'm walking home. I got eight guys in trucks throwing eggs at me. My understanding is you provoked them. And you're like, what? I the fuck i provoked them they're eight times my size and it was like because the football team gave all the money to the school effectively uh which was hilariously the other high school i went to was the artsy school um it had a football team but apparently wasn't very good but they spent all their money on arts programs like i had a graphic design class there we had top of the line max and everything else like that and a lot of people i went to school with at the other high school had to get bussed over to this school for every extracurricular class because they spent all their money on sports and so that was their fucking their bread like that was where so those guys had the run of the school. I mean, I literally have watched kids get punched in the face in front of security wow. guards, and nobody would move. It was like whatever. Well, I think this is the so. I you know that's in the. I don't know how badly or if at all the Columbine kids are picked on. Some people say, oh, they stuck to their own, but like, how do we know? Obviously, now everybody's going to play angel. Just like right. everybody pretends they were not racist no, in the I mean, 50s or whatever. Enough, there's enough around there that you can get an evidence for the, the sort of dynamics that were typical at the high school. There's been enough literature sort of written about what was going on with different social strata. But I think that's the thing where it becomes such a societal phenomena that what you're saying, Mitch, about your expectations of people getting into high school and they're just sort of picking up on ideas and notions that, you know, were created a generation before them. Sure. But I think on a different scale, it's not necessarily that. But what you have is the people who created those representations and those sort of ideas then went on to become the establishment. John Hughes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They went on to become the authority, the establishment, the people of power. But on their way up, they were also the people that watched individuals like you get tormented 
and humiliated and, you know, just have cruel punishment thrown your way every single day and did nothing about it systemically. And then those people went on to the actual larger institutions like a Penn State where a Jerry Sandusky went. And so it's not just a high school problem. It becomes a large scale side over problem. And I think that's the thing where, like. You try and find some sort of fix-all, like a Marilyn Manson, so that you can dismiss Columbine, whereas you don't have to do the hard work of looking at why is our society producing these results on an increasingly frequent basis, to the point that an institution like Penn State has its former president now under indictment for like a variety of different felonies ranging from perjury to endangerment of a child sure and their accreditation is being investigated sure but i mean that's it those people who were in high school being assholes or turning the other cheek to people being humiliated during fucking joni loves chachi or now fucking that's i'm going all the way back mitch they were there in high school for you as administrators I being like joni loves chachi what was that that's a that's a TV show. And that was the name of the show. That was a spinoff. Okay, you don't know nothing. Charles don't know that in Charge. One. Was it a spinoff of Charles in Charge? Why did I? Thank you. She doesn't know either. Yeah, thank I you. Don't, I don't, I don't, thank you. Like that. Ripopolis. I've heard the term. Joni loves yeah, Chachi. Me too. I thought it was like Happy Days. I thought it was just a line oh, from like a song or something. I thought days. it was like a. You know, like a meme from the 70s. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a, just Fucking a thing that you geez. say. You know how old like white how, people be referencing things like, that nobody like, knows anymore. In the same way that uh, that Dennis Miller used to use Walter Mondale as his fucking punchline for like 12 different well, jokes. He'd be like, it's like a Walter Ma- Mondale campaign. And it was just one of those things where we're like, yeah, we all get it, you know, or whatever. So I thought that Joni Loves Chachi was something like that. Like there was a, there were two people in the media. I never looked it up. Those characters. I don't know why I never. They, they got their own show as a spinoff. And uh, Jose knows about Joni Loves. Uh, fuck yeah, you Chachi. Know, Jose. He just, he just, uh, I am in about that. Yeah, so. Jose Chavez. So apparently, Jose's uh, well done. Straight Charles charging. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> thought it was. I thought. I thought. One of Charles and Charles's <laughs> nicknames was Chachi. I don't. I don't know why. That's good. Maybe, maybe. Is it not a spinoff? It was a spinoff of Happy Days. Oh, which one was? I don't. I didn't. I don't know if about. Happy I mean, the Days. thing about I was all I know is there was a that era was everything. Made, everything was a spinoff something. of everything. Family Matters was a spinoff of I forget what and Harriet Winslow and fucking uh, uh, um, uh, what was the fucking ah? It's killing me right now. Different Strokes was a spinoff of. Uh, uh, oh, uh, I don't remember now. It was like the Golden Girls or something. Uh, facts of Life. Facts of Life, maybe. Facts yeah. of Life. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I just found that out last week. Something so like it's that. not like uh, every like all of them were spinoffs. Everything was everything. Teddy was watched a lot more TV as a child. I didn't I watch that did. much more television than you did. I've just, uh, I mean, according to the if we went back to the episodes, just you, would, you would get the impression that you watched eight hours for every ten minutes I watched. I just I just know the history and it still goes on to this day. The amount of things that you just know, like because you've watched it. Do we? watch call. terrible things that you hate and you'll watch every thesis, single episode I did my thesis on reality tv so that i could better understand no i get that but like he facet. he hated freaks and geeks i've never seen it but he watched every single episode and bitched on facebook after every episode about I no, first of all you you are completely you're completely <laughs> exaggerating what happened I was like, oh, really? I, I could pull up the documentation. No, I didn't bitch after every episode. Okay, that's fair. I, I was into it, and I was like, "Am I supposed to like any of these characters?" I said that. I said then, that about Frasier. Okay, and then I was just like, "This is not a good show." Mm-hmm. And then I was also like, "Judd Apatow is crazy overrated." Those mm-hmm. are the three things I said about Freaks and Geeks. 
That's it. No, no, there's more. Over than that. A time no, I said span. comments when a friend wrote back and forth, but in terms of post, I had back and forth with people. No, you had said something like "freaks and geeks" is is all that's what's wrong with America. Or something I said like that, that about One Tree Hill. You also said it about and One Tree Hill. That is understandable. Thank you I very have, much. I have Lizzie. not seen One Tree Thank Hill, you. but what I've heard of it. Yes. Okay, and See, because- that's uh, I'm on your side. Is that that uh, uh, Liz makes good point? Uh, you hear it's terrible, you stay the fuck away. You seem to love this media masochism thing, which is like that's what confuses me. Here's the thing, man. It's like there's so many like terrible movies and TV shows that people talk about, and I go, why do you watch it? And they're like, they just don't have an answer. They're like, Cause I'm not watching it from the same perspective. But it's I'm more, not saying you it's are. It's more but- of a same thing. With oh, uh, reading- Jose wants to know if you've watched Supernatural. I haven't gotten into Supernatural yet, Jose. Cool it. You say yet? Uh, he's been pushing this for a while my thing is it's it's no different than uh on a somewhat uh spectrum of how people like media matters watch fox news and uh all these rush limbaugh and glenn yeah yeah no i get it's a sense of i am watching these idiots so you don't have to so that when you say like i heard about that i can be like let me tell you some specific things about this thing that is very terrible (laughs) so that when you go on and have another conversation about it you can be like it was actually this thing that was in there and they can be like wow that's terrible and you're like i know Right, don't watch it. I'm saving everyone the trouble of the terrible thing you that already like exists. So you're welcome. Drifter of TV. Just you're welcome. Warning the villagers. You're fucking. Don't, you're welcome. Don't don't watch freaks and geeks, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Bad things happen. You could do over. that. Why after three episodes though? You don't need to go through an entire opus of no, fucking one just, tree hill no, to I make do, that though. point. I, I don't do. think you do. I do though, and, and this is why neither myself nor Lizzie have is, ever probably ever will watch one tree hill between our approach. <laughs> is that I am coming from a much more academic, legalistic perspective where I want as much evidence as possible to make the most forceful case of why this is terrible. And if I know every second of your production and can cite it as evidence of why it's terrible, then I can. I, then, then the game is, is over for you, okay? Point, point, okay, okay. Point, counterpoint. You, you could also go the other route of just, like, finding shit you like and enjoying yourself. I do that, too, all Mitch. Right, all right, all right. I do that, too. I worry about that. That's all? I do those things. Okay, good. That's all. What, what do you like on TV these days? What, yeah. What do you like? There's things. No, there isn't. <laughs> I you really... answered a question with a question. I'm feeling no, like there's some bullshit a, coming. Sports, first of all. All right, that doesn't count. That totally counts. Well, it's not like it a counts. series. That there's no writers. Yeah, no one... You did yeah. like wrestling. There are writers to that, so I'll let you have wrestling. Lizzie, what do you like on TV these uh, days? That's that's not a current thing, Mitch. That was. I'm uh, just we, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, if you'd have gone there, no. what, do you, I, what do you like? A guilty pleasure. I watch Sons of Anarchy, and I also watch Intervention because it's like. Uh, it's like a makeover show. Have you ever watched Intervention just to see what they look like at the end of... Never watched it in my life. Oh my god. It's a fascinating show. It is really interesting. I've heard it's interesting. I've watched maybe two episodes of Hoarders for that same kind of... Just because I was like, wow, that happens. You know, like, I like to sort of uh, I like to sort of check out extremes, and and probably to Teddy's point, I like to check out extreme situations and extreme people, and I do studies on extremes because... uh, 
I feel like that's where you, you know, it's, uh, that's where you learn about the moderation thing. You know what I mean? That's right. where you learn, like, the signs or whatever have you. Like, how many National Geographics can I have before someone is called? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I do, there is, yeah, there also is that part of me that goes, like, and how close am I to, like, for, right. there was a time for, for a chunk of time where I wanted to, like, go to Sex Addicts Anonymous meetings because I was like, I just want to get some stories. I want to learn what they consider an actual sex addict to see how like at one point do I go like alright apparently that's what I am or something like that I was like I'm pretty sure I'm not but I'm curious what they would consider well, one right I mean, here's the deal is, is, is I mean with sex addict like obviously like doing heroin is eventually gonna you know it's bad news it's yeah. just shit, shit. sex is just like it feels good it's natural you know, unless you're not if you're if you're not knocking up people and being careless why is that I mean, is it something like you're like, fuck, I got to go fuck some lady that I can go, you know, go to work? You know what I mean? That's like, apparently that was. Is that, is that, is that I did what do, it is? I saw an HBO, like, uh, I don't know if it was a documentary or it was just a show they were doing or something. It was only like an hour long where they had profiled four or five sex addicts. And what was interesting is they, uh, almost all women. And what I understand in Sex Addicts Anonymous is it's predominantly women. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, right. Which is fucking good odds. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. But I think it's also... But that's what worries me from a, from a kind of like a feminist standpoint is that, like, is, are they sex addicts or is this the patriarchy trying to hold them down? You know what I mean? Because it's like that thing where it's like... If a dude was out there banging out with a bunch of chicks, apparently that's not a problem. But if a chick is doing it, oh, well, let's have a talk because who hurts you? You know what I mean? Like, that's weird. Like, and maybe there is something to that. And certainly in this particular documentary, these, these women, and I think there was one guy, probably just to balance out, like, we've got to find a guy somewhere. There's a guy. Right. Um, they were, they were out and out sex addicts. It was to the point where it was extremely surprising, where you were just like, how do you have that many, much time in the day? Where it was like, a girl was telling stories about how she, uh, was trying to deal with just she was trying to like live a normal life because she had like she was she was uh trading blowjobs and shit like that and she was like then i realized i could make money at it and then people were like hey that's and she's like look i was already a sex addict i may as well make money at it and they were like try to get a normal job and she got a normal job and she was like blowing dudes in the break room and shit she was wow. like just while i was there i was like i wonder what his dick looks like and i'd fucking stroke him off and the and you're just sitting there going like in the middle of an office? Like, that's, I think that's, you know, obviously that's, it's very easy to point that and go, there's a problem. That's, that's not, but that's how you know what I mean? porn start in yeah, the middle true. of an that's office. True. That's true. But I mean, you could see that as a problem. Like, if you knew somebody who right. had well, just I mean, blown five guys that morning, you'd be like, all right, that's probably a little bit outside of the norm. Well, I mean, there's you know compulsive I mean? behavior, but yeah. I think if, if you're like, if you think you're a sex addict, you're probably not the sex addict. <laughs> that you old know rule, what I mean? yeah, like, that old chestnut. Yeah, like sure. If, I mean, if, if you're, I don't know, there's something about enjoying something, and then there's something that's just like, oh my god, I've got to have sex five times before I can actually go out in the garage and turn on my car, you know? Like, I don't know that's if, if, that's, if, fair, if yeah. that's if that's that's the level of, like, obsessively with sex is, you know, right, I mean? right. Well, but it's like it's. I, I can recall, um, you know, even as a kid, I remember when alcoholism started to become kind of a thing that people right. discussed, and I can recall that the warning signs or whatever. This is, I was a kid, I never even touched alcohol, so I didn't care, I didn't think anything of it. My parents were non alcoholics, 
Uh, my mom would drink like two glasses of wine every night through her, pretty much her whole life. Two, three glasses of wine. I saw her drunk once. So it's like, I remember when they went through the little symptoms or whatever, and I was like, in some regard, you could call my mom an alcoholic. Like, she drinks every right. single day. Or, I mean, I don't know. I didn't count them, but I'm pretty sure every single day she'd drink. And it was like, do you drink alone? Yeah. It was just her and, you know, us kids. She's not having a drink with us. So, yeah, she drinks alone. Now, you know what I mean? And she'd say, I'm going to relax. And I was like, do you drink to relax? And when you take it like that, you go, well, in that case, yes, almost everyone who enjoys drinking is an alcoholic. But there's a there's a huge difference between me and, uh, uh, oh, my God, uh, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Sorum of Guns N' Roses. There's, a, there's a, a chasm of difference between our drinking habits. Well, here's the, here's the interesting thing is, is what I think about it is the, the point. Do you drink alone? Can I get a bottle of water? Um, is drinking alone really a sign of alcoholism? I mean, do you need to be validated to, by by no, a, I'm with a group you. of people? I'm with you. I'm with like, you. Like, why 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 is drinking alone a bad thing? You know what I mean? If you're if you're not punching babies or setting right, shit right. on fire, yeah, that's you know the safest I mean? kind like, of drinking. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that, that was my my argument. Uh, uh, part of one of my jokes on stage was like, drinking alone doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. It means you enjoy drinking. Like, right. if you do something only because there's other people around, then you don't really enjoy it. Girls who make out with other girls at a nightclub, and then I'm gross for suggesting a threesome, right? They don't really enjoy it. They're just doing it because there are people around. It's true. Huge difference. So, yeah, if you drink alone, then that just means you like drinking, I think. But I don't know. Right, I'm with a, you there. It's a sense of comfort and sense of self. I mean, I think there's one thing is what that, making out with other chicks. No, yeah. obviously not. That. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just yeah. something you just it, for for a 21 year old girl. It's just something you gotta do. You done this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're making I, a case to excuse your past behavior. I can well, feel. Well, no. That's all right. it's you know okay. what I mean? It's just like life is about exploring avenues, and, I'm and with sometimes you. you you're like, hey, Avenue B. Not my, not not my thing. I'm just gonna keep going down Avenue C. You know, yeah, just, more that's how you. you live. Look, I get it. I'm not here to judge. And I some, just, some I just people... suspected that in the moment you started into that, that you spoke from experience. That's well, all. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, th- there was a, there was a time where I thought that when I turned 21, I shaved my head and dyed it green, late bloomer, and I was like, this is this was my idea. I was like, I'm gonna go down to the lesbian bar and get free drinks and. It never really worked, but I was just like, well, fuck it, let's just, you know, I'll just make out with a girl on the, um, on the dance floor, and it was completely boring. Yeah. Didn't yeah. do it, you were it's, like nothing. I was just like, you know what, this is, this is not my She's thing. got nothing to grind against me, she's not. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and then yeah. she, um... It doesn't smell like old cedar. And I, and I told her, I was just like, listen, your lack of old spice uh, is, is not a turn on. Uh, and then she was like, you know what? Uh, I told her I was straight. She's like, no, no, I'm percent sure I'm straight. And then she's like, you know what? I've got cancer. And then I'm like, now I'm the fucking Make-A-Wish Foundation. Holy shit. I've got, like, like it was this whole dilemma. Did you let her have a lick for cancer? No. no. Well, she right. followed me right. home to my mom's house. I was living with my mom. Jesus. And it was it was horrifying. And she was wow. drunk. And it was, it was just probably. It's not good. Yeah, so you know when you're a girl, like I mean, I, I don't know. There's 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 the slutty girls that will make out with each other just so 
for attention. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. just, it's just, everything is just sort of an attention getting. I was just like, well, you know, just fucking make out with a girl. Maybe she'll give but me. But no, like, not for really attention because there's nobody watching. Like, they don't give like, a shit. Yeah, like, yeah. no one, no one cares. Like, if you make out with a girl, like, at the club that, like, like, P. Diddy hangs out with, you're going to get some attention. That but who? if you, the P. Diddy? Oh, okay. Yeah, or like, the club. The club. The club. Yes. Yeah. That's going to get you attention, but if you go sure. to a lesbian bar and make out with two chicks, it's really... It's I Actually, I find it extremely fucking awkward when two chicks just make out in the middle of a club, and there's, like, guys around, and, like, the guys are like, yeah! Like, I, I just want to, like, grab all the dudes and, like, pull them aside and be like, please, everybody feels gross right now. Stop. <laughs> like, I'm going to take a shower when I get home just watching you watch them. Like, this is... just Just let two chicks make out. Like, if... If they're into it, they're gonna, you're going to see a lot more. And if they're not, then they'll stop immediately. And well, you're just being creepy. Just, I don't know, dudes, right? Dudes are idiots. That's, that's hey, no. Just be fair here. I mean, they, they, there was the scientific, like, it's now it's officially confirmed scientific <laughs> fact. <laughs> the that, dudes uh, are, in fact, idiots. Yeah, basically, well, basically, with the, uh, the sense that if a man sees an attractive woman, the brain functioning just... You know, because of all the blood flow. I'm, not, I know, I'm not doubting that at all. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not right, saying right. it's for you to doubt because no, was, right. I, I mean, mean yes. I was reading about that's it. That's not the much. same thing. No, but okay. what, what okay. I am saying though is that, in, and it's become just a very much so. Just the reason why in. guys get off on that is because their thought is, okay, if she makes out with her now. Maybe I can slide a dick in between the two right. of them at I some guess. point later in the night because yeah. that's what that's what yeah. Yeah. That's, that's at some not, point every guy. Uh, well, not every. Well, I would probably go gay guys probably as well. So every guy uh, at some point wants two partners at once, uh, just just to try it. At the very least, some of them they get addicted to it. Some of them just want to try it once. At some point, I'm just saying. So if you see two jerks making out, you're thinking, well, let's see, we're halfway there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've had just me and a chick, so I've been that halfway, but I've never had... It's sort of like when you play the McDonald's Monopoly game, and you're like, I keep getting Park Place, but I can't get Broadway. You know what I mean? And then one day, somebody's like, I got Broadway, and you're like, oh, shit, let's make a deal. All right, sorry, because it's more rare. You see, that's the, it's the greater Monopoly McDonald's theory of uh, two chicks making out in a club for a threesome possibility. That is an interesting theory. That's a new one I just came up with, so there you solid. go. That's for you. That's good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. You want to talk about guys being dumb? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, mm. I was going... The dick makes some dumb decisions. I will grant you that any day of the week. Well, I was uh, trying to build off of that and uh, <laughs> uh, basically say you're already operating in a deficit, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And yeah. most guys uh, will just accept your monopoly theorem. Mm-hmm. As a fact, as opposed to some sort of impulse and lack of self-control. Sure, sure. Uh, so it's really not. I mean, it'll be. It's easy to be like, oh, the dick, blah 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 blah. Whereas you, the harder thing is to be like, I am kind of a jackass. Do you know what I mean? That's encouraging this thing. Do you know? Like, and like, if I was smarter and I really wanted this thing, I would take a much different social tack right now and my level of encouragement, but I can't rationalize because I don't have the self-control to overcome my lizard brain functioning of my dick taking over everything. P.S. Bitches love apathy. Two jigs are hanging out and you walk the other way, they're like, now we have to go flag that dude down and make out over his head so he pays attention. And you're like, look, I don't care, you girls. But you can't do that, though, because you're too busy with your dick. No, I do. I can. Can can. you? I can. I have many times. Yes. Mm. Because it doesn't... Because to me... Two chick, like chick on chick porn or whatever have you, uh, when I watch it, I'm, just, I'm extremely bored because 
it's like, okay, well, they're enjoying themselves, whatever. They're doing their thing. Like, I can't mentally insert, I can't insert myself in that situation because two chicks together, two hot chicks getting it on, if they want a dude, it is a fucking snap. It is literally walk to the hallway of your building and say, hey, two chicks looking for a dick here. And like, (laughs) the nearest dick will do. And like, and you'll get a line out the door of guys like, I brought my application, references, I got my resume, recent sex test, all that, you know, you know, I've got, you know, 15 different types of condoms, you know what I mean? I just had a good wank, so, you know, I can last a good half hour. Let's do, you know what I mean? You'll, that's not a problem. Two chicks finding a dude to bang it out with them, not a problem. Uh, so, when I see two chicks together, I'm like, all right, they're just having their fun or whatever. If they wanted a dude there, there would be a dude there. So that's why it does nothing for me. But yes, I realize that I'm not necessarily in the in the common world of that. Because um, I have also been that dude that would just happen to be in the right place at the right time. Um, and it's wonderful. And uh, yeah, but it was never like, so you girls going to make out now or what? Why don't, you, why don't you kiss her? Like I would never... I could never do that. Like, I've hung out alone with two chicks a number of times, and nothing happened. And, you know, some guys are like, why don't you go like, hey, why don't you two kiss? Like, I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Well, I don't... I, it would, I, I've never been in this... I've never been in a situation where, like, hey, so, you know, you, you, you you're two girls... What are you guys doing over there on the couch? How <laughs> you come you're not making out with each other? Are you guys cold? You've never, you've never like hung out with uh, another female and a dude alone in like a house. Absolutely, or and it never got creepy. And maybe, okay. maybe, maybe, and it never got creepy. Good. That's yeah, good. it never got That's creepy. Good. It never. Uh, Speaking of creepy, if, if never got creepy, I don't know if you're you if you're still on uh, OK Cube, but if that's okay for me to even mention that you were at I one am point. Not on OK Cube. Okay, you were but at you one can point. Mention it. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's perfectly okay. You were on there at one point. Right. Um. Did you uh, the ratio of creepy messages to like non creepy? Was it like you ninety nine know, to one, or did you not get that many? Plenty. We of talked about that on here, fish. but we never had anybody, you know, plenty to confirm of fish your thesis. Is is okay? So OK Cupid is a contest uh, for young hip Hollywood types to see. Who Don't give me that look. Not you. Well, no, I was, I was talking about Teddy. Teddy was giving was that look, not the you. Young, okay. young hip Hollywood types who uh, are basically trying to win a contest of who can seem more interesting on their profile. Like, like there's no, like plenty of fish, or excuse me, OK Cupid is just like mm, I've read, you know, like Jane Eyre, and I just read that last week. You know, I just, you know, I did, I did a sand, you know, I, I did the sand painting, and then I just blew it all the way because I'm enlightened, you know, and just I just want to punch. <laughs> Everybody, everybody right. on OKCupid because okay. they're they're Fair. horrible. So I switched to Plenty Fish, and then I mean this this is like my progression of dating, which is like <laughs> I've I've gone from OKCupid, Plenty Fish to uh, giving up. Um, but Plenty of Fish is by far the most creepier creepier place because I've had a guy who I didn't even respond to. Who was just like? What's the over under? How many times she's been sent dick pics? Quick, let's let's make bets. Actually, here, Teddy. actually, oh, she's gonna tell no, us. Never no, mind. No, no runs the betting. But all right, go no, ahead. No dick pics. Uh, just a lot of like, uh, you know what I mean? Like in front of the mirror in their oh, shitty like, fucking Calabasas apartment. You know, yeah. just uh, horrible. Well, those pictures. Just... Yeah, yeah. 
This is the pose that won Mr. Universe 2006. It's not even that, but it's like the fucking iPhone is there. They're like, hey, check out these abs. Yeah, yeah. Check out these abs. Pay no attention to all my acts on the counter. I've never, I've never been like, God, that guy looks like he has great abs. You know, like I've ne- it's never, and maybe I'm a, I'm a different breed, but mm. whatever. It's just dude, just like, what's up, ladies? Look what I've been doing at the gym. You know, I've been doing. <laughs> and I crushes. guess that's probably the difference between you and someone who ends up in a sex addict clinic. <laughs> I would imagine. Oh, well, there's got to be someone who like sees that photo and is probably just like, ugh, just not like a white dick. I saw there was a Reddit OK Cupid community, and I remember uh, a guy had posted on there uh, with a title. It was like, I wanted to see if it worked or something like that. And this is a guy who who was formerly chubby and then worked out and everything and got abs and whatever. And he posted a screenshot uh, where. Uh, most of his photos were him, like without a shirt and things like that. So he posted a screenshot of his messaging with this chick, and his message to her was, "Hey, DTF," and her response was, "Duh," and like, and then they just hooked up. And I was like, "This is, you know, it was just, it just, it was like 180 comments within like five <laughs> minutes of people going, like, why the." Ah! Because it's like you're both validating each other's like shitty existence, you know. Like, <laughs> what kind of guy would just fucking think? Oh, I'll show abs and be like, "Hey, you down to fuck or what?" And then it's like, yeah, some girls so just want, you know what I mean? It's like these two people met each other within one message, and it was like it was it was good. It just destroyed get, everybody's like, well, it, life. When I was on OkCupid, it was there was one guy that would message me like every six months, like, "Hey, would you be okay?" If I paid you to do something, not have sex, just paid you to do something, and I'm just like, what? I just, I'm just like, just for my own personal research, <laughs> sure. what about it? Yeah. Just like, absolutely. I'm, I want I'm you ask that. to sit on me and blow your nose. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, I can maybe do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> have right. a job, but it's just like, no. I can already tell you where this goes. But always go yeah. to be made in the tunnels. But uh-huh. I didn't. You know what I mean? There was, there's. I was just like, that so is. You always leave a note. No, it was. It was just the weirdest thing. And there, there was another guy on, on like Plenty of Fish or whatever that literally was like. I fucking hope you like. I didn't respond to him, and he took it so personally. He was like 19 years old, and just had no, no, no poor concept loss. of shouldn't be on the internet trying to date anybody. Yeah, should not be. Should not be dating anybody because he's so fragile. He was like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself because of you. And I'm like, I, I can't, can't handle this shit. I can't do, I can't do nothing for you, yeah. sir. I got nothing that, for you. That may have been cute when I was nineteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, would that have got you, got yeah, you going like, at nineteen? Oh, you were like, so oh, sorry, I'm totally so gonna sorry. blow you now. Oh god, yeah. Tell me about what's wrong. Uh, the the blow your nose guy um, is uh, the way that 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 particular uh, grift is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. The way that the way that runs is uh, is you go like that sounds fucking weird, uh, but relatively innocent. I could sit on a dude and blow him. Yeah, no yeah. big deal, right? You come over and he's like, all right, it's 50 bucks. And you're like, I'll go Whatever, whatever it is. Dude, what kind of whore are you? You're blowing your nose. Fine, it's $200. the original price. Well, I was going to tell you, 
<laughs> Actually, I yeah. You know, <laughs> what was he? What was he offering? I don't. I didn't know what he was offering. Okay, would fifty? You'd have been I'm like, like I'll, I'll stop by fifty dollars to sit on a main. No, I'm not saying you'd actually do it. I'm just saying that that would not have been like you would not have been like. Oh, listen, you're gonna have well, to go at least a thousand. Well, here's the problem: is 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 I would have had to go catch a cold. Well, yeah, yeah. Like right, like right, that would have right. been like all right, fifty dollars in cold medicine. Take a shower and clothes and just like stand around. Right, right. Well, okay. My point is, so you go. What what happens there is that you go and you do the thing, right? You do your. This is a, this is a warning to all women out there. The thing, like, oh yeah, all he asked me to do was this blank thing. I'm gonna do it. That's not what he's asking you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now that's, that Mitch is explains the, creepy things yes. on the internet. That's 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 the gateway drug. Because what happens <laughs> is you're sitting there on his lap, you're blowing your nose, you got a cold, <laughs> whatever. You're you're faking blowing your nose. He just yeah. wants to hear like a honk noise or whatever, and that maybe doesn't even like do anything for him. Or uh, if you're unlucky, and probably the more likely scenario, it does a little bit for him, but not everything. And now he's like, that was great. Here's another fifty. Could you do it again? I'm just going with fifty because it's easy. Yo, the man, math is easy. Man, it's real so, stingy. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to make. Okay, let's go a hundred for blowing it up. So he goes. So he's like, oh my god, could you do it one more time? Here's another hundred, and you do it. And he's like, oh, that's so great. Oh god, that's right. Oh, that's good. The voice. Wow, is you know. And then he's just now he just wants to have a t- conversation with you. What are you like? No, no, no. It's okay. You can you can stay here in the lap. It's fine. You don't have to blow your nose. Or you want to just stay here? And you're like, I, I think I'd I think I'd okay. Hold on. How about just another hundred to just sit in the lap then? And you're like, right, I'll just, I'll, consi- I'll continue sitting here. And then over time, it's this slow progression towards like, listen, uh, I've got this fuck yeah, seller. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like to tie you up and fuck every hole in your body for like nine hours and uh, feed you uh, a multi meal uh, sugar, uh, $1,000 an hour. You know what I mean? That's the way that goes. Because the idea is like, well, you're already in his home. You've already agreed to do what is ostensibly a sexual favor for a blank, whatever amount of money. So now. We're not discussing the morality anymore. And when, once you've gotten over that hump, it's very easy to get you anywhere f- further than that. I agree. Once you've gotten over the morality of hump of, like, I'm giving a guy sexual pleasure for money that does nothing for me, then it's very easy to be like, listen, a couple other things you could do around here. You know, and so on. For, so, yeah, well, so I feel like the thing that that's, happens... That's, by the way, the reason, not the reason, but if you want the inside look at this, nobody does it better than Jim Norton in an interview. If you listen to a Jim Norton interview, he will go into great detail about, like, the amount of personal at-home massage chicks he'll hire. Like, any hotel he goes to, he'll hire a chick to come give him a massage. And it's hop, skip, and a jump before they're fucking. Here's the thing that I feel like, uh, outside of the, perhaps, world of uh, mobile hotel uh, <laughs> massage I guess, I get a soda out like artist, uh, what typically would happen on a Craigslist ad or something along those lines or right, plenty right. of fish, Sensual you massage. would get your request for, like, oh, let me... Especially if someone, as you're saying, sought you out, right? Right. Kind of periodically, you get this, like, hey, like, sit on me and blow your nose. Right. And then, let's say you... That is interesting, though, that you got more creepy people on Plenty of Fish. I have a theory on that in a moment. Go ahead. I want to hear it. So Lizzie says, like, all right, uh, I'm in. 
you know, like what exactly do you have in mind? Which would be the very logical. Yeah, sure. Like, sure. That's see, that's when all of your like weird freaky shit usually comes out because then they're like, all right, well, this is kind of like what I'm thinking, really. And then you're like, ah, okay, I'm gonna pass. And, like you don't really get, you don't really draw them in so deep. That they like show up and then you can just like lure them in with money. I feel like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, maybe you can. It's, no, because it's much. You can, but I guess I've been in that situation. It is much easier. I've been on the other side. I've been on how deep in the. I've been on the with somebody's offering money kind of side. It is much easier in person How'd if you somebody's get there? if somebody's throwing cash down on a table and saying weird shit. How did they get it's you? It's very difficult for you to go then? like. I'm just, I'm just because go. you had to you had to suspend a lot of skepticism to arrive. We have talked about this. We have talked about this more. I feel like it's very on. different though for men and women. It is absolutely, but I'm just saying you're, you're going to be more willing okay, to what, go what and I'm be saying like, hey, "There's money involved in a dick." All right, let's, let's just all right, go. all right. Taking That's sex, awesome. taking sex out of the equation. Money and penis. I've been I've been making websites uh, for over 17 years now. The amount of times that I have been in offices, private offices, homes, whatever have you, with somebody, Mister Moneybags guy, who has some weird project that's slightly illegal, and has literally thrown like a bundle of cash on the table and been like that's your first payment and it's really hard to be like nah because you realize like you could literally walk out of here right now with like fifteen hundred two thousand five thousand dollars in your hand and you'd never see this guy again but he could probably find you and shit but like even <laughs> still there's that thing where you're going like well i came in here broke i'd leave able to make a few car payments you know this is like so that's the thing is is you know you agree to again the morality of like i've taken money to do something for somebody else that gives me no pleasure that line is skipped. Right. But Once I you've gone like over that, it is missing, so much easier. Missing, Isn't that just like the definition of a job anyway? Just like, I guess that, it's like on my <laughs> yeah. job. It's like, I'm not like, yay. Yeah. But I feel well, like I mean, we're also, depends we're on your also job, but missing yeah, yeah. greatly the difference in what you would react or how you would react on a site like OkCupid okay, receiving some sort of solicitation. I've gotten like those. Got, and versus how she, I'm saying it's the difference, right, though. Right, right. No, I'm with you. I'm so with you. So it's a, it, like all the things that you're saying are almost, like, I feel like, completely irrelevant on this side. No, because saying. while you, Lizzie, would not necessarily go and sit on the lap and blow your nose, there was a party that was like, that's all he wants. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's how they get you. Yeah. Like, yeah had yeah, you yeah. considered no, the no, idea. I, I, get, I totally get it. And the moment you're, you're, you're already in that mindset, then we're not we're not we're not debating morality anymore. Right. Now we're debating because it's that everybody's got their price. So now it's right. what's your price for for X service? You know what I mean? And then uh, we already know you're blowing the nose sitting on his lap price. What's yeah. your blowing his dick sitting on his couch price? You know what I mean? That's that's where that goes from there. Uh, well, as I was say, my theory on the plenty of okay Cupid uh, creepy crossover. Uh, I this is why I've stayed away from plenty of fish is because I feel like it's. I like a barrier to entry. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, Cupid, there's questions and shit. There's a full profile. I can see immediately how much work somebody's put into it. Right. And it's, there's to a, there's a, you. there's a lower chance as more questions and more profile things are filled out and more photos and so on and so forth. There is a, the, the chance that it's completely fake is decreased the more they interact. Whereas plenty of plenty of fish, you can fill out the whole thing in like two minutes and upload a couple of photos and you're done. Right. And it's like 
I always go like, this is probably not even a real person. Every hot person I see on on Plenty of Fish, I'm like, eh, it's not even a real chick. You know what I mean? So then I have to lower my standards, and I'm already like, well, if I'm going to do that, I may as well just go to a bar. I mean, there's more, you know, there's dudes from <laughs> might as well prison, go out and shit. Like messaging chicks on Plenty of Fish, yeah. like dudes that are in the fucking clink right, that are like, right. I'm just looking for a good woman to stand next to me. It's like, oh hell no. You got you got uh. Did you get some prison letters or anything? Oh. Some pin pal things? No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no prison. <laughs> I'm just theoretically, I'm just saying they could. <laughs> they, I mean, you, you, the thing you can see their profiles, what you're saying. The thing about plenty it. of fish is that you can go through and you can just sort of browse pictures, which is, in a very immature way, really fucking entertaining. Because yeah, yeah. You, can, you can see dudes on their Ducatis, you know, and they're just, like, ripped, and they're, they're poor children that are now in this fucking <laughs> dating profile, which I think is, like, some sort of fucking, like, it should be illegal. Like, you shouldn't use your daughter... As a oh, oh! I thought you meant like they are they are the subject of having been poor children now trying to prove they have money. I see what you're saying. No, like, you I thought that wasn't things. going on yeah. at first, but then I realized that yeah. uh, no, with, no, no, was talking with their poor literal. children. With, I see. I see. Poor, sad, like, not not like pot and pot. it is. A, it is a true statement on both accounts. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they're, yeah. Of course, they're just like. They're like got their affliction T-shirts, and you can like <laughs> smell the fucking aqua de Gio, like from the the the, the ad. Online dating. Wow. I would say for as much as you despise these douchebags, you sure know a lot of their products. You've got Mitch, you why do you always ridicule people for knowing they fucking opposition, Mitch? Why do you always ridicule? Listen, listen, I I I understand. You know, it's just I get it. I get it. I got it. Mitch has a problem with people uh having a level of awareness documenting things that I know your enemy, you know what I mean? Exactly. Mitch has a very fundamental problem with that guy. I do not have a problem with that. That's, that's, it often. That is what's often, oddly enough, that is what the often uh, I have gotten that uh, that uh, mark many times where people go like, why do you know this if you hate it so much? So I, I fully understand that. And I, I researched the shit out of a lot of weird things. And I know what a Ducati is and what Aco De Gio is. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm, I, I stick with John Varvatos for my cologne. Needs uh, shout you out. You wear cologne often? Are you a, yeah, a yeah. frequent cologne yeah. man? Big big fan of cologne. Do you like cologne? I do Lizzie? like cologne. It depends. Yeah, yeah. I like cologne. Not patchouli. Like not bright enough. She like bright enough. Yeah, no, like, I like cologne. That's yeah. good. Like like cologne. Like, <laughs> like some very fun. I try to go. I try to go the classy through. route. I try to be a classy. You know, I wear a suit. You know what I mean? I wear cologne. You know what I mean? I put on deodorant. I make sure I'm freshly showered if I go on a date. Do you have a particular cologne or scent or fragrance that you like or like a particular like one that's associated with like, that's my cologne memory? Do you know? No, no, I no. don't. No. I mean, I... <laughs> don't say it on the air. <laughs> Okay, keep it in box is gonna blow up. Hey, it's about a bottle of that stuff you was talking about. I know. Watch you guys on plenty of fish. <laughs> so I hear you like your car, baby. You What's ready? up? Yeah, hey, 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 listen, listen. Yo. Yeah, so uh all right, sorry, I know, guys. I know. I got know. a whole jar full of Aramith over here. <laughs> I got some CK one. If anybody brought like like that would be the amazing thing. Like anybody that, that wore CK one to a date would you'd immediately away. know it like you'd be like that's like, that can guy smell it. who's fucking wearing ck1 do you, do you remember ck1 I, am i the only one that remember? i know what you're talking yeah, about i just I don't know that i would like, be able to yeah, pick that scent oh, out of a lineup i would i would like those are the uh, ck1 right. polo 
Aspen, Stetson, and Old Spice. Those are the ones. Did you that see how like after we I do wear I do wear Old Spice. I do like I do like Old Spice deodorant. Um, I just find it 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 actually. Uh, as it's of all the commercials, I was like odor blocking, blah blah. Like the old, the only one that really does that is Old Spice. All the other ones Apparently. seem to be kind of like a thin layer of nice scent over the top of what is inevitably going to be stink. Yeah. But for some reason, Old Spice is the only one that seems to actually do what they purport to do. So I'm a fan. Of the well, old Apparently, Spice you myself. need to invest in some CK one. No, uh, to make all the old factories yeah. just go wild. I'm telling you, you John Vomitos like, smells you good on, a on date me. With somebody with and like you smelled CK one, and it wasn't them, would you be like, "Excuse me, I need to go and like find this person right I now"? I would be. There's so CK one here. CK one, like I need I, to leave you. You can have my meal. I kind of liked CK one. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was. Right. I don't so think I owned. I don't think I own any CK one, but you know, it, it was for girls and for guys. That was the whole. Spiel. Have you ever done that thing where you've got a dude's shirt uh, that you're into or whatever, and you're like, oh, it smells like him, and then uh, and then one day you like wash it or you whatever, or he takes his shirt back, and then you're like, maybe I should buy an old Hanes and spray some of his cologne on it, so just have that around. You ever done that? Mm. Okay. I've never. <laughs> I've heard people doing that. I well, just, no, 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 no. Like I've never intense. had like like the, the, the dudes I hang out with take their shirts with them. You know what I mean? Like they're never, just, they're yeah. just like I've, I've never. I've never. <laughs> Why oh, I love that. The I'm that, sorry. Like that says with. almost nothing about them, but also kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah like 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 the, yeah, none of the dudes I hang out. That is like a fucking are, biography are, waiting to happen. The dudes I, I that hang out with take their the shirts. shirts. They and right, right. I got it. I, they don't want to just listen. It's a good shirt. I'm taking it with me. I'm with you think I'm gonna leave this? Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah, I used to. I mean, I, 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 I still have. I think a batch of like baby doll shirts. So whenever some chick is like, "Do you have a shirt I can wear?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." You have a baby doll. Oh, color? I got. Yeah, I got a whole bunch. That of them. would creep me. Most out. of them. Most of them. Are, <laughs> that would creep me. If, well, if you if like, thank you. Like, like, thank you, Lizzie. First thank of all. You. Okay. Can I? Can I? To be fair, nope. they're all Vivid shirts that nope. I got when I worked at Vivid, nope. and they That's just gave worse. me a bunch of them, and I was like, "All right, you're not doing yourself any favors." They're great because I'm telling you, they are. We they turn, are. They're meant for porn stars. So the they just all they do is just push the titties to together, and they're already pre-split down the middle. The so it's just all oh, they're awesome. Lizzie on here's, the subject of being ripped up. Here's the deal: if, if you handed me a baby away. doll T-shirt, I would tell you to eat a fucking dick because you. I would have. I would assume these things. One is some other broad's fucking shirt, mm-hmm. okay? I still got more. I just Which, they keep mm-hmm. them with them. I have a wrap now. Two, you're right. you you premeditated like that. That I mean, it's just like, hey, here's my here's right, my here's my wife beater. All right, all right. Here, here's 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 a baby doll, and how about some sanitary napkins? <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. and here's pussy some, wipers. Here's here you go. Here's, have some pussy wipes. Here, why do I... I, I, I Got some moist towelettes for you. <laughs> pussy wipes. Yeah. Would you like some warm towels? I have right, some warm right, towels yeah, because yeah. I was sort cool of... Expensive. compress. <laughs> and then yeah. if you handed me a vivid Also got an anal bleaching. Hold on now. Hold on case. now. Let right, finish. Should have finished here. I, you're, you're assuming a lot about me, but go ahead. No, I'm no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because well, I have an argument. The vivid t-shirt, yeah, right. Go ahead. I'm just saying if a, if a Give man your remarks, per- yeah. gave me a woman's t-shirt, I would be like, 
really? Like, like I, I would automatically assume because I would not expect somebody to have a fucking supply. Sure. Like, like. But see, first off, you're. The, I would know that in advance. I'd be like, this is not the kind of woman who's going to accept a female shirt when she asks for a shirt. So that's for onesies. And I don't think you're also the type that would ask if somebody had a shirt. I don't. I don't suspect. But what if she asked for? A hold shirt? on. Hold you on. You said you had the I shirts for her. Hold on. And now she gonna tell you. I don't. I suspect. Hey, I suspect. No. Hold on. No. Because this is a, this is how you work. See, this is how I work, brother. This is how. I'm just. I suspect that you generally wear comfortable clothing that you feel stylish in. Ergo, you don't show up at places where you're gonna be like, oh, I'm now really uncomfortable in these clothes. Do you have other clothes I can wear? That is correct. All right. Yes. So first and foremost. All right. So secondly, I don't just go, hey, bitch, here's a baby doll tea. It's made for your titties. (laughs) Eat the cake. I don't do that. Eat the cake. (laughs) Hold on. But what I, what I, what I will do instead is if they say, like, do you have a shirt I can wear? You know what I mean? If they wear, they were wearing something incredibly uncomfortable prior to arriving at my house and then we're like, "Mm, you have something more comfortable I can wear. I'd be like, uh, what do you want? Like, um, yeah, uh, you know what? I, I still have these promo. Uh, vivid baby doll shirts. They they gave me a whole bunch of them. I have one of those. It might be a little uncomfortable, or I have, and they'll immediately either go, yeah, that's fine, or go, I can see it on their face, and then I go, you know what I mean? I won't even get into it if I see it in their face. So, I thought- everybody gets a tailored. Everybody gets their own Mitch. Do you understand? <laughs> I thought everybody I thought gets a different like, Mitch. Everybody you, gets you, a different Mitch. You guys were were done 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 uh, with with the love making, banging it out. And and she was like, "Oh my god, do you have something I sleep in?" And then you with another. That was what I was picturing. Yeah, I that's, wish I and been that, like, that's, that's very that, because I would you, never be again, stupid you, enough. You are to, not the. T- you would either just put the shirt that you came in back on, or you'd probably be like, "Fuck it, I'm sleeping topless or whatever." No. You'd figure out one or the other. You wouldn't often ask for a shirt, of course. So, of course, that would creep you out. But then some women have this, this, this like, I'm going to get one of his shirts, you know. How many <laughs> times does this happen? Because this is a stupid fucking ploy. Yeah. Like, I would no, never I don't know. Be like, I don't think they're actually, like, gonna, I don't think I'm that's their motivation. I'm going to wear a corset motivation. and a bustle to something really uncomfortable that, <laughs> that I have to have this dude lend me clothing so we can go see. So you can stick around longer. So, so you can game. see a movie like that. That to me is. Oh, is, this is my Wreck-It Ralph bustier. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I'm with just, you. Like, how many times has someone been like, you know what? I probably shouldn't have worn. Again, I hang out with a lot of goth chicks. They, they this is why you they see they they overdo it with uncomfortable. You don't know the scene. You're right. I I I am a false goth. <laughs> You really ought to go to Bar Sinister sometime. It's a good time. I and then all I these stories. I mean, I don't like know if you like industrial music and stuff. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I used to rock out a little bit on that shit. One of my favorite you used to rock out I, I mean, a little on that shit. It Jesus. said that I just threw myself under the bus. Okay, I admit that was the wrong thing. <laughs> I mean, that was some country bumpkin shit. That no, I just, I'm just said. no, no, I it's not about the country that. bumpkin. I just it's it's that Bane kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like like oh you. I was born in it, molded by it. But uh, no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> you cannot rock out to that which birthed me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I uh, you yeah. merely adopted industrial. I was born in it, molded by it. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you were saying I forgot you do I rock out to it. I mean, oh, as much as I like, like I'll admit, total bubblegum goth, like never super. 
Here's a question. What was the goth scene like in uh, Colorado? Um, was it late? Did you leave shortly after high school? You yeah. made it sound that way. Yeah. You know, I left. You were like, I'm going where it rains all the time. Yeah. Well, I left. Uh, you know, and I was more like, you know, the grungy. You know how when in in the late '90s, 2000s, when people were wearing like gas station shirts and. Stuff. Were you kind of like in that Slipknot area? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I went to Slipknot. I nailed it. Nailed Slipknot. it. Yes. Yeah. False prophets. False prophets. I went to Slipknot. The false prophets of Guar. Yeah. Which, by the way, was last night. That was a hell of a show. Actually, it was the worst Guar show I've ever been to. But it was still better than most shows that are not Guar. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so I was sort of in that Slipknot vein. sucks. Um, and then, yeah, I just sort of... Then I moved to Seattle and, you know, just sort of... I, don't, I can't really describe... I, it was sort of non... I didn't really have much of a style, per se. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of... Yeah, Seattle's all just stay dry style. Yeah, yeah, so it's just, just kind like, of hey, melded we're together. Just, we're just this. white people, you know? Yeah. We're going to wear some North Face shit. <laughs> yeah. And, yep, there you go. You know? <laughs> That's 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 that is Seattle. Just yeah, like, oh, I, I was there for a year. Yeah. Yeah, there's you hipsters and shit like that, but you know, be, but I, they're indistinguishable I'm, from anybody I'm, else. I'm yeah. imagining the fucking sign for like <laughs> when you get to the city limits of Seattle. Like as you're just Here's driving your flannel in, and your umbrella. It just, like it just says, you know, like like you know, like welcome to Texas or whatever. It's like Seattle is like, hey, we're just white people. Dude. Well, here's the deal. We're just hanging out. Here's the deal about Seattle is is that. We're t- we, we She's were t- doing the drunk girl. Listen, here's the thing. I've, you you know, I've, like, I've had no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the deal about Seattle is that they are so fucking liberal that they have rounded the spectrum, like we were talking about earlier, of being Republican. Like, they're so uptight. They're just like, we cannot offend anything. And then when they do that, no progress happens because no one's. Willing to make any concessions, like they 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 were trying to work over a monorail. They were trying to build public transit, and they never could get anybody to make a decision or have some balls to take care of a problem that you know, like there was a was it a ninety nine corridor. It's a highway that runs in front of the city that uh, is just decrepit. Like if there's an earthquake, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So. And for years, they, they, they would never make a decision because no one had the balls. Because everybody was like, well, we just can't, you know, we got to think of, like, everybody. we got to think about everybody. Yeah, and yeah. Just, just... What about the well, rare uh, bull weevil? Uh, you wanted to talk no, about No, I, I can recall, like, right? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I recall when I lived in Seattle, the amount of things, like, like political stances that were taken on God, the strangest shit. You yeah. were just, you were just, it was... You want some cream in your coffee? Listen, do you know what they do with that cream? And you're like, oh my god, seriously, fuck it, I'm I'm done. <laughs> like that's where I learned all the various factions of vegan and vegetarian. Yeah, and and like you know, I had I had a couple friends that were like they had gone, they had circled back around again, you know, to just like yeah. I'll eat all the meat because they were like I try to go more and more vegan, but you get to this point where you're so high up on your horse about everything that like. I now I'm on a horse. I have to get off the and you just crack your nose. It's it's it it's it's so difficult. The more they try to remove and be a certain way that you like you're now you're fucked and you're just like I'm in a box. I live in a cardboard box that was already thrown here, you know, in a right. patch that was already dead. You know what I mean? You just can't you can't win. And uh yeah, that's what I noticed about it. It was extremely political. 
Um, well, it's, it, it's interesting. And I think this is the thing that you and I have talked about. I don't mean political insofar no. as like vote. I know what you mean. I mean sort of like like everything is a debate about your right. but your worldview. This is view. what we have talked about, and I have shared this with you uh, in terms of my frustrations with the left and liberals and such as the most uh, ineffective. De- detrimental allies in a sense where it's like you you first of all you have a group of people who have so much passion but that passion is matched equally if not more so by a total lack of any kind of comprehensive cohesive strategic vision they are fundamentally incapable of taking a moment where people are like, okay, like we're paying attention and then turning into actual constructive progress, which is kind of what you're saying. Where yeah. that's so you've gone over the threshold where it's like, great, it, it you've got good ideas, awesome. You have also no way to present them to people where they will give a fuck about joining your cause. So, in sense, you're just building a really intellectual circle jerk here where nothing gets done. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that's most frustrating about. I mean, that life. that's the backlash that we see the most obvious backlash we see is with like political correctness it started with like listen let's not knock people down a peg that are already being put on the lower peg uh with the good idea but then it gets into to such a degree where people feel like they're being attacked for things they didn't even know were wrong and i feel like we get out of the place of education which is ideally what political correctness should be is like an education like hey this is why this offends people, or so on and well, so I forth, think, and well, it comes into like attack. I think it's a little bit more, and I don't. I mean, Lizzie, I'm just saying as a, as a very obvious example. No, yeah, but I think a little bit more of. I think that's kind of in vain of what Lizzie was talking about, specific to that Seattle Northwest brand of yeah. politics. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is the idea of it's less about uh, kind of what you're saying, and more of the sense of the like the purity of the ideas, where it's like, well, this is a good idea, and you're like, okay. Well, now you have to get involved and do something. And they're like, well, if I do things and like someone's going to get upset. Exactly. And so that, but it's so it's that sense of like, like it doesn't like, yeah, we can collect all the best ideas in the world, but to your point of no fortitude exists because, all right, if you want to implement an idea, you have to accept that in no way is it going to resemble your pure abstract thought in the final product. It doesn't happen that way. You're working with too many human beings on too big of a level for it to happen. But you've got so many people who are so resistant to like, well, like I want it done my way and it has to be in this fashion or otherwise we're just going to take our ball and go home. And then nothing ever happens, man. And that is literally what you see. For want of a nail, a horse was lost. I mean, and that's the sort of thing that you've got President Obama talking about all the time where, you know, you've the enemy of the evil. Or, or what's I forget the phrase. Uh, it's the... Uh, don't let the better stand in the way of good. Or I can't remember the exact phrasing of it, but it's the sense of like Sorry. if you take the Affordable Care Act and you've got a lot of people on the left who are like, well, I don't want to vote for it because it's a blah, 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 giveaway to insurance companies and blah, 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 doesn't have a public option and all these things. They're like, yeah, but like what about the 30 million people who are going to have access to affordable health care for the first time in forever? Sure. Like, do those, do those people not exist because it's not done in your special fashion? Right. So you're just saying that we should just not not do this thing that people have been trying to accomplish for a century when we've gotten closer than ever before because it doesn't include this thing. Sure. So like, and I guess that's the thing that like, 
I hate the left sometimes more than I hate fucking Republicans because at least those motherfuckers are very honest and straightforward in how they go bare knuckle right. with each other. You know, they may sell each other out, but they will look each other in the fucking face and say, like, I am going to sell you out and then go out and sell that person out. And then they'll be like, well, goddamn, he went out and sold me out just like he was going to say he was. I respect him. Well, in the case of Seattle, the politics are just a game of t-ball. You know, just everything's like everybody wins in Seattle politics, and then nobody fucking wins. Right? No one, like, no one wants to no, lose. Exactly. Because yeah, no, no one has any. Because whenever you're dealing with any public issue, someone's got to pay the price. You know, it just so, so, something is going to make someone uncomfortable. It's going to piss them off. Yeah, someone's but, gonna, you're going to have to compromise in some exactly. substantial way, and that's the thing that is. Well, I don't. I, it's it's the old argument is. Is that is that uh, no freedom comes without the loss of somebody else's freedom in some regard? Right. Like you can't have like everybody wins because uh, your freedom to do blankety blank will impede on the freedom of somebody else for you not to do blankety blank that might impede whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? Like if you have the freedom to blast your music loud, you're impending on the freedom of your neighbors to not hear your fucking music at three o'clock in the morning. But I think the thing I think the thing that is that goes even deeper than that is especially for places like these liberal enclaves of Seattle or something where they're like we care about everyone so much and we're just like trying to make everything good or whatever. Where if you take someone like me, okay, who's from Texas, so born in enemy territory my whole life. You know, and I'm fucking just working and observing and taking notes fucking on my way up. Sucks. And I'm just like, okay, like this is this is what I need to do if I need to want to make some things happen. Okay, all right, like okay, this is, this is how I gotta operate. And like I see these people who have had a chance after chance after chance after chance just squandered away because they don't want to fucking compromise on anything. Yeah. At all. Do you know what I mean? Like, you are going to look to me as an ally, and I'm not going to want shit to do with you, and your feelings are going to be hurt. And then I'm going to have to explain to you why that is. Do you know? Like, because in terms of actually being a constructive force for good, you have a shitty track record. Like, if I wanted to use you to organize people, I would use you to fucking do that. If I actually wanted to pass something that made someone's life a better everyday thing, I would not team up with you. Well, I, I think that uh, one of the one of the interesting examples this is a big debate we're having over like genetically modified foods. It's that uh, you know ideally yes everybody in the world would get you know a, a meal. You know what I mean? Right. Every you know three meals a day or whatever. You know here you go here's a here's a hell. But we don't we can't really just do that. We can't just like, snap our fingers and everybody gets a meal. Um, when you have this many people, you need to start uh, fucking with nature a bit to like get higher yield crops, bigger tomatoes, so on and so forth, to feed more people. And then we get into this debate of like, well, now that's not natural. You know what I mean? And then you've got the organic food movement, and you know that was it's just a, it's an interesting thing because I don't think that you can you the scientists that that originated genetic movements were not you know corporate shills like looking to fuck with people's brains and shit you know i mean there're people who were like i'm going to bring food to parts of the world that doesn't have food and i'm going to show them how to grow their own um well, uh, so that you know th- that would be a, a perfect example of like where people are now fighting against that because it's like oh now you're you're ruining our food and whatever have you and they they have this 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 fear mongering of like frankenfood and oh there might be human meat in your salmon and things like this which is 
Well, know, well it's, genetically it's modified food, especially, I guess, when it comes to produce, I don't know what people are fucking doing, <laughs> franking meat, but <laughs> the idea that, that you got to ask yourself, what is what is the cost of genetically modified foods? I understand with pesticides where it just kind of fucks with ecosystems, but nature in itself is sort of genetically modified. You know, yes. nature Nature is going for whatever you know, helps the survival and the reproduction of a certain species. So the fact that I am six one and maybe my ancestors were five, five, you could call me genetically modified because these, I mean, it's kind of a loose argument, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. but you're just forcing evolution's hand. You're just, you're just yeah. forcing the best possible traits of a species you know, I mean, granted, we're doing it by our hands, but that's what kind of nature does. Like a sure. lot of the, a lot of the things, what you know, opposable thumbs. You know, right, right. And, and, and the thing what's tricky about the genetically modified food, I don't trust Monsanto. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of evil shit, and I'm not. It's, it's, it's. However, do you throw out the baby with the bathwater? Yeah, I mean, listen, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, you do. It's not a hard case against Monsanto and genetically modified foods. And this is one of the things about it is that it goes from the abstract conversation to the thing of like, yes, the people who are in the genetic modified foods movement, it's great that they are out there working very hard to try and make sure that things are properly regulated. In the meantime, however... Uh, we finally in 2010, I believe, just passed a bill to update food safety regulations. That was the most significant overhaul food regulations in like 50 or 60 years. Sure. Okay. So what the fuck was happening for 60 years for those people who were in the genetic foods movement? So like, again, it's the same thing we always talk about where it's like, I don't want to really applaud your efforts because, yes, they are really good and noble. But in the meantime, there's this far significant battle that you are getting your ass handed to you on by companies like Monsanto, where they are marching deliberately and fucking limiting farmers' abilities to plant natural crops. Because now we have a sense where, like, if a genetically modified seed gets blown into your farm, you can't resell. Like, you can't resell any seeds. You know, Monsanto owns everything. So it's... I mean, it's it's totally fucked, man. Absolutely. And, and in a deeper regard than that, it's the sense of why, like, why does it take sixty years to get our food processing plants up to any kind of modern code? Do you know? Because the people who should be fucking focusing our attention on that focus mainly on a bunch of vanity projects that don't lead to any destructive change. So it's the same thing with like. It's it's all well and good to be like, should we throw out the baby with the bathwater? At some point, like you gotta fucking just blow the house up because it's well past that it's well past that time, man. We have our windows to throw out babies and bathwater and those fucking assholes blew it and now I have to listen to them outside of fucking grocery stores talk about genetically modified foods when they squandered a billion different opportunities for substantive change. So yes on thirty seven. Yes, in agreement exactly. on that. That's, okay, uh, that's what we're doing. yeah, and, and that's uh, we, we talked about it off the air the other night. It's I'm fully in favor. You want to put a label on it? By all means, uh, people yeah. like myself will ignore the warning, um, and then other people will go. Ah, you know what? No. Uh, the the big problem that that you have uh, is that you know I, I the thing that sort of worries me about it is the sort of sub conversation. That we we get into uh, a perfect example uh, when it comes to organic foods and stuff like that is I was looking the other day for like a local butcher shop. I was thinking, you know what, I'll, I'll go to you know get some high quality meats. I'm going to look around and so on and so forth. 
and I find um, I find one called uh, Lindy and Grundy. Um, uh, Fairfax, like an old school Nickelodeon cartoon. It's yeah. a it's, it's a lesbian couple. Uh, one of them used to be a vegetarian. The other one was a butcher, and they met, fell in love, and now they're both butchers. Uh, fascinating little story. Cute yeah. little, you know, nice little website, you know. Uh, then I'm 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 like, all right, I'm gonna have to check this out. So I'm looking on Yelp. By the way, nothing on their website mentions prices. Just quality of this, and you know they know all their farmers yeah, by hand, and uh, yeah. they shake of, their head. Hey, Joe, farmer guy, I know where he is. Poor people do not come here. Oh yeah. yeah. So exactly. I'm reading the reviews on Yelp, and and it, right off every single review is like, listen, it's expensive. So even even the most positive ones are like, yes, it's exceedingly overpriced. Like a uh, a top sirloin is forty bucks for a pound. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Like. I get that for six bucks at Ralph's and like eight bucks at Trader Joe's and twelve at the World Foods, whatever. So that's for that's right up well, now. So now a lot of the reviews, the reviews go forty dollars for a pound. Those are crap prices. Uh, uh, but this is because this is the thing. They fucking that, they personally melt. drove out to the farm that morning. Picked up the meat themselves, drove it back to the shop, and then cut it up themselves. So this is like hyper local markets. We're talking like every every they only sell one meat product in the whole store that isn't farmed within half an hour of where they uh, where the shop is or an hour or something like that. So they're like hyper hyper local. Now the other thing is that the reviews t- tend to be one or the other, either like expensive as fuck, but oh my god, is it worth it? And now I know what's going into my food and blah blah blah. And then the other ones. That are one-star reviews are not people arguing the food. They're all like, it's expensive as fuck, which is bullshit. Also, these two chicks are fucking insane. Like, it's a lot of like, you if you walk in there as just a casual customer, they will they get high up on their horse and like, let me tell you why it's $40 a pound, Teddy. And it's like, yo, I'm just here to get a fucking nice Hey, bitch, I'm just trying to see what the sirloin look like. (laughs) I mean, the the reviews... it's very easy yeah, to go I mean, like, like see why this would be the case. Uh, you could, you could. It's yeah, sure. Uh, it's like uh, here's one. I like some of the other reviews. I also really wanted to like this place. I'm excited when they open, but after three attempts, I'm just ta- uh, just done. Each time, the attitude of everyone working there is beyond holier than thou. The meat I get is fine, not anything amazing compared to other butchers. The problem is the unbelievable attitude. So, like, it says you'd get, you'd think that they are curing cancer here and just selling, instead of selling meat. And that's what I'm saying is that you do get to this, like, the organic food movement gets on this, like, high horse, like, listen, this is all no pesticide, you know, and it gets to such a point where it's like, now we've got a class warfare here. It's all right for you. Uh, poor guy, to just eat all the ne- genetically modified food, modified food you want, mm-hmm. but me and my rich babies, mm-hmm. they're gonna get the organic shit. Well, I'm gonna go to only local butcher, and that's the well, class warfare. And problem. then more importantly than that is again, like the people who are at the forefront of this movement. Where the fuck were you thirty years ago? Do you know what I mean? Like and like wh- like where wh- like where were no no. no. Well, wait a minute. This question Lindy is. Grundy, yes, they're Fucking they're people. barely thirty now. What do you mean? Oh, those people? Yeah, I'm just I'm just okay. Fine, uh, maybe sorry. they. Are. But I I understand but entirely you, what you, you mean. You, you know, the, you, they're not. It's yeah. It's setting. You've you've got to 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 set the I mean, groundwork. Lay the ground. People who are trying to fucking eliminate the EPA as a thing, right. and you are wanting to get on your 
your high horse about organic food. Do you yeah, know what I mean, and we exactly. are fucking having a debate about whether or not the Environmental Protection Agency signed into <laughs> existence by one of the most crooked motherfuckers of all time as president should even exist. And we got people who are on their goddamn elitist ivory tower kick about their fifty dollars. You're beats. in favor of the EPA, yes? <laughs> yes. I was just wondering. Yes, I am in favor of the EPA. A, you know, when you say something like, but there was a crooked motherfucker to put it in place. Yeah, you got to take Which is a testament to how far gone these people are, right. son. Right. Nixon was a goddamn felon, but even Nixon wanted to do a deal on health care reform. Ted yeah. Kennedy walked away from that shit. Yeah, that's true. Okay? Nixon, for all his fucking faults and his Jew-hating and his paranoia and his resentments and his fucking white resentment that he whipped up at people and serving the blueprint for Reagan's terrible existence, even Nixon fucking did some deals with the devil. I would kill for Nixon in office right now, son. I would rather vote for Nixon over Mitt Romney. I would get. I would vote for Nixon twice over Romney, son. I would commit voter fraud to do that. Can you believe how shitty you got to be as a Republican? Be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is my choice. Yeah, yeah right. God, because right. not everybody seems all sold on, on no, Mr. They, Romney. Far, far from it. That's where. Very... That's what upsets me is like the few Republican friends Teddy and I have that are still like not voting along party lines, and you're like, you hate Obama that much that you think yeah. Romney is a better choice. Right. You hate him that much that you won't you let you won't t- let your guard down. You literally I mean I and Mitch like, knows I have fucking, spent, oh, spent man. how I countless countless yeah, hours, yeah. days, weeks with uh, your 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 man in the sky means so much to you. Well John, I mean you take somebody else's man in the sky. And then John McCain who had the choice between Mitt Romney or Sarah Palin for his vice president in two thousand eight He's got his whole two thousand shows the uppity small town cunt with a big mouth. He has his whole two hundred page opposition research file on Mitt Romney available on the internet. It's been available for like a year now, and if you just read it, you're like, it's been one of Teddy's Twitter pet projects for. Yeah, I just tweet all kind of quotes from it about Mitt Romney. I've been doing it for a while. I'm up to like eleven thousand or something, but like it's just. It, like when you read it, you're like, of course you would pick Sarah Palin, duh. Like, yes, yeah. of course. I would much rather have Sarah Palin a heartbeat away from oh, president than betcha. Mitt Romney. No wonder, no choice about it. Yeah. Sarah Palin all day, Folksy every day, cunt or like or terrible loathsome human like being that is like everything. Main like, capital the destroyer of worlds. Mitt Romney's literally his entire business project was funded by like Latin American uh, fucking drug lords who were funding death squads back with the Iran Contra jump off. He funded every like outsourcing company that stole every American job and sent it overseas. His it own was, his own family still in Mexico are like uh, they keep trying to invite him down there to be like listen let's let's you got you got to take a look at what you have wrought. And he's like I don't know anything about all that. Yep. Nope. That whole vice, uh, vice man had a, he had illegal immigrants working landscaping for his home for a decade when he was still governor of Massachusetts. Son, that shit was just open knowledge, and he still got in. That's what I'm saying, son. What's wrong with white people? He still got in, son. Y'all know this, b. Y'all have knew this for years. Y'all, what's wrong with y'all, son? We just catching up to y'all. And you're gonna give Tyler Perry some shit? I mean, really now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good times. Good times. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I don't know. I can't really get to any news. We've got seven minutes left. Uh, any, so. any proposition in particular that touches your fancy there that you wanted to? I, was, yeah. I, was, I wanted to discuss prop. Colorado has got I got to say, the food the thing board. does fucking matter to me because I'm a big fan of, uh, well, you the, know, food. Uh, not so much the... food. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, feeding motherfuckers and a big fan of genetically modified foods. The thing uh, about the food... I'm not a fan of Monsanto, and that's where I have the, that's where I have, you know, right. internal uh, yeah. struggles, you know? Uh, does, sorry, guys. Does this proposition hurt Monsanto, though? Because you, you pointed out, like, motherfuckers like me are going to be like, meh, whatever, and then some right. people are going to be like, mm, you know, I'm going to go to Lindy uh, Monday. It's a big... I think what, I think what the, the, the fear... Because someone's making money off of this, and it's probably the sticker label people. I mean, that's just, that's... <laughs> well, the, the that, fear... That, that, that is big, what is this... Big is sticker label. <laughs> big sticker going to come down. <laughs> big sticker label. That, I mean, that, that that's what this is going to be. Well, the, this is going to well, be they, another fucking warning. The, that you the, have the idea, technically, the local, or the state government would actually be I theoretically making a big chunk. What's what's controversial about Prop 37 that I didn't know when I went to go do research because I was like, the argument for it is like, listen, I'm not saying the shit's bad. I'm saying, why not tell people what's going on? That's the argument. And the argument against uh, seemed to be, from anything I could tell, was no, I don't wanna. People might not buy it then. Me, corporate profits. But when I was looking into it, um, what's very strange about the, the, the wording of the law is that, uh, you don't have to specify anything about your food if you label it organic, which is very strange. There's these loopholes in there where you wow. don't have to specify certain things if you say certain other things, but you get a pass, like, because again, as you were saying before, with like just evolution in general, everything's genetically modified. It might not be genetically modified by science. It might right. be genetically modified by just the earth. And so technically, if you said it has to be, it has to be labeled that way, well, then organic food would have to be labeled that way. But they're like, no, 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 because we don't actually modify it ourselves. So they get a pass somehow. So the concern from the, from the anti side is like, all you're doing is creating a loophole that people are going to exploit. Right. Uh, but the idea of it is you'd be fined for mislabeling. That's where the money would come from. Oh. Um, and then the corporate concern, and this why this is why I was like, yes, on 37. The corporate concern is, well, if you label it, less people will buy it and will lose profits. Which, which I, I can't weep a tear right. for corporations. Well, I mean, so look, well, I look what's care. in a Diet Coke, like Fino. Kinda, you know, it might it might as well be phenoketamine, chlorophyll, potassium benzoate. You know what I mean? Like aspartame, potassium citrate. People, these say, are all perfectly. These companies with these chemicals do such a fantastic hey, job of suppressing heroin information. Heroin used to just be a thing you would buy. Okay, I mean that's. I mean you used to just yeah. Okay, I'm I'm curious what you were you. Yeah, what oh, you're saying thing? like like right. like as if they like right. back when they had cocaine and Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah. Or, or when heroin was just a thing. Like it wasn't even cocaine and Coca Cola. It was like right, buy heroin. Yeah. Right. I mean right. like hey, I, I've like, seen those the little yes, bottles. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, and that's the thing where it's like today's mind. You're like, oh my god, drugs are so bad and so crazy and evil. Where it's like any brief scan of history is like we're really not all that far removed from. Uh, things like Lysol being used as like a feminine hygiene product. Yeah, remember that. Where it yeah. started yeah. off as, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden women were like, yikes, pretty sure this is not what's supposed to be happening. And they're You're like, n- you- well, let's turn 
don't tell me you stop bathing. Cleaner. Don't tell me you stop bathing in Lysol. I mean, I, you know, yeah. that's like just 13. irresponsible. I like, you know. Right. So I mean, I guess, and I guess the thing is, like, you got it, to keep yourself Lysol you, clean down there. You're not going to settle this issue. Uh, with a proposition on a California state election, you've got Absolutely. to have an uh, organization, an institution like uh, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, that has actually given a mandate and some tasks to go in and regulate uh, yeah. organizations like Monsanto. But you need people that are willing but to. But he's running that board. You what? Which you, is the fucked up. You board, yeah. need to get. But that's. I mean, again, what you've got to do is you've got to go in and you've got to do the hard work to take over local districts and local boards and state boards, and then yeah. you've got to go to the federal level. But it's going to take time because you've been so apathetic for so long. Naturally, the, the hope is that the label uh, encourages a discussion. Yeah. Once well, you have like I this this wasn't even discussed well, 3 it's years not ago. Even, you're you not even mean? really you're not even really going to need to hope for any kind of discussion. I mean, you're literally going to have to get people in that are just going to have to be like, "Fuck it, this is what needs to get done." And now that you've put us in charge finally, we're going to do it. Because you take something like the calories being on uh menus at fast food restaurants and things like that, which is everyone agrees, it's a very helpful thing to see those kind of right. reminders for yourself, sure. right? But then you've got real life examples where you've got a reporter who goes up to this couple who's from, I think, like Virginia or something. It's like somewhere in the South, and the, they ask the couple, what do you think about this? And the guy's like, oh, I think it's a really good idea, you know, especially because it's not some big government mandate, and he was in a McDonald's. And they're like, well, you know, it actually is it is a result of Obama, like it is a result of Obama's Affordable Care Act. And he's like, well, I'm not so sure about it anymore. Like, that literally is a fucking, the oh, next sentence out of his mouth. Right, so, right. no, it's not about having the discussion, Mitch, because you're having the discussion with a bunch of people People like that who, as soon as they figure out that it was a responsible party that did it, they're like, well, I don't want anything to do about it. What needs to be done is it needs to just fucking happen. You understand? We need to just fucking work around idiots and make some shit happen, son. So get your shit together, Seattle. Put down your fucking lattes, all right? (laughs) Oh, you and can't fucking do that. No. well, then you motherfuckers are not part of the new coalition. Stops. You are not a part of the coalition that's going to get anything done in a literal we'll way. See bitches on the outside. Seattle wouldn't put down their coffee for all the tea in England. <laughs> uh, nor would England put down their tea for all the coffee in Seattle. Well, you motherfuckers is about to get lapped when it comes to progress. Though there is something, something like that that almost it almost it, it almost pisses me off when people uh, adhere so uh, vehemently to a stereotype uh like the like every british person i've known has like they import their tea they have tea in their apartment at all times and it's just weird to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean and when i was in seattle i mean the people in the coffee i don't even care for coffee that much like yeah it's all right I but like fucking the, the thing about <laughs> seattle and coffee okay the thing about seattle and coffee is 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 it so you know I, you were there it's yeah. so depressing where it's just yeah. like yeah. I've got So I better main, get pepped up. I've got so a mainline something. Yeah, and sure. you know I know I the heroin do, out of is I out of can't do coke. I you know what I mean? Yeah, like I can't yeah. do coke all day, so it's just you you it's it's dark it's too fucking dark all the time and yeah. you just get you get really depressed and that's I, I only last a year California. there before I was just like, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, and that's and what happens. Else. It's, it's what happens. Just, and now you're in sunny sunny uh, how I've, long you been here? About a year and a half? I've two years. Two years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Love it. You still it. loving it? All right. Yeah. Good. Because of uh, you know I spent you know so and did you fi- have you found that all the uh the, the stereotype about how it's uh 
it's so uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I mean? Like surface uh, judgment, superficial. superficial yeah, uh, I find that that's like it's somewhat of a stereotype, but it only LA? yeah, but it only applies to the people who believe in the stereotype. I don't think that's that's what I've seemed to find. You know, the only stereotype that I've gotten is when I used to live in the valley, and I would tell people, "Oh, I live in Roanoke," they're like, "Oh, what happened to your life?" You know, like what. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're poor. Like, you what is just a fucking place? To... What's that? You think it's just a stereotype? Well, it's just, I, it's I do think because it's not a stereotype. It's just sort of an attitude. Like, I, I mm, think well, be, in the valley because it's... well, you're talking about he's talking about the superficial thing, oh. which saying, is evidenced by what she just encountered. Right, but what I'm talking about the superficial just thing, fucking Sherman Oaks. I'm people. talking about the superficial yeah. thing insofar as like like the you know uh, rise to the top. The you know like it's all about how you all this different stuff. Like it's surface and it's plastic. It is well, but here's the thing. You and I, and and Lizzie as well. We uh, the the groups of people that we uh, congregate in are not uh, they're not following that path either. Yeah. I would disagree if with you, you in some you, regard. There are people who are following that <laughs> certainly, path. Certainly, there are. But you'd find that anywhere. I think. No, that, you wouldn't. It's not the yeah. same principle because those people leave LA at some point, Mitch. They go somewhere else and they live a normal fucking existence. You know that this is, I mean, <laughs> I understand the point that you're making, but you are putting a very poor hill to put that flag on, my friend. This is a superficial, shallow, surface level, superfluous yeah. town, son. And anything that you're arguing against that is a bullshit notion. No. I, I can't get on board He's with you. He's just there. saying, no. like, there are some ugly people in Los Angeles. <laughs> There's a, there's a I'm little, saying that little, any, little, 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 I'm saying that it's very easy to avoid that if you're if you're picking no, you're carefully. Right. You're right because if, you know, if you're if you're if if that concerns you, you will get wrapped up in that. And yes, that will be your reality. I disagree I with you. I disagree with you because those people who you're trying to avoid have power, and their power is unavoidable in the course of the city in all aspects of life. Right. So, no, you can't avoid it, Mitch. You can't hide in privilege and avoid it. You can't do it. Well, the thing is, is like... I'm sitting here in my fancy wallpaper room. I'm avoiding all Until the fucking natural disaster happens and all the choices that were made by the people who were in charge that you tried to avoid come back and haunt your ass. What was that? That's got nothing to do with superficiality. Well, it does like have to do with superficiality. No, I'm talking about like like fashion forward like, heads and like the girl. The girl in the cork eating disorders is not and making such. any fucking decisions. Okay, the girl wearing like eight inch fucking cork heels and we fucking eating disorders. I mean that shit is extrapolated globally, man. It's like your argument is so moot. It's ridiculous, bro. This city culture like, exports culture all over the world. It exported shitty culture everywhere, Mitch. How you can say that it's not superficial when it doesn't? impact people who don't even live here i don't even know how you could push that argument i don't you're, know you're you talking an entirely different thing than i am. i don't think i am Mitch. Yeah. i don't i, think, I, I am. think that what i'm saying is if you're if you're not focused if 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 that's your focus yes that will be your world and this will be the capital of that world yes i i think that it's not as difficult to avoid as people outside of la would make it seem uh, if you talk to people in, you know, in rural Virginia or something like that, their impression of Hollywood and L.A. is based entirely on media. And they're like, oh, don't you have to blank? Don't you have to keep up with this thing? Don't you have to do this? Or people will ostracize you, so on and so forth. My father does the same thing. He His impression of how things are out here 
That's what I'm saying. Right. In that regard, yes. That part, I suppose. That's is, what I was talking so, about. So, yes. In terms of what your friends judge you on, it's easier to regard. In terms of the reality of what that looks All like, right. which is I, a transportation. Again, I think we're talking about two no, different things. No, we're not talking about two we're different things. We're about out of time, so fine. I don't want to drag fine. this out, man. Go. Go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm, uh, you take the bus for a fucking week and then tell me if we're talking about two different things, Mitch. Uh, we are, because that's not what I was talking about. Okay, go ahead, Mitch. We are talking about two different things, because I'm not talking about that. We're not talking about I'm two not saying things. that's a wonderful thing. I'm just saying that's not what I was we talking about. We are not talking about two different things. Go ahead and wrap up the show. We are. We're not. Yes. You're talking about it as as per usual. I'm talking about a microcosm, and you're talking about a macrocosm. That's what I'm saying. God. You some, you focus on microcosms like they don't consist, like micro, macrocosms don't consist of a million microcosms. They so. do, absolutely. Right, so at some point you're just having a semantic, willful naivety of the ramifications of your microcosm. It, and was it gets based, very frustrating. It was, based on a, it was based on a quick throwaway remark. And, that doesn't uh, negate the reality of it, Mitch. Just not, wrap up the I'm, show. I'm going to wrap up the show. You know I like to end on a happy note. I don't like to end on all this yelling and shit. <laughs> So I'm trying to bring it back around again. The bus is. Tight. It was. A, it was a. It was a brief, like you know, we're not. Uh, you know, it, it, we're not all Paris Hilton out here. That was. That was the. You sound like the official commercial that L.A. sponsored that had a bunch of celebrities, ironically talking about how L.A. wasn't that in the commercial that proved that it was that. That's my final argument. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm that. <laughs> Even though that's not the case, but that's all right. All right, what are you, uh, Lizzie? What can we plug for you? We got shows coming up. Um, I've got uh, Ed Galvez Punk House coming up. What Uh, is that? It's just it's a show. I think it's on the sixteenth at the Mission Improbable Theater. Sixteenth or the maybe it's the (laughs) fourteenth. Go to LizzyPilsen.com. Just go to... Right. I'll, I'll, I'll update it tomorrow because I'm just fucking terrible. L-I-Z-Z-Y-P-I-L-C-H-E-R.com. All right. Just email me and I'll let you know. So right, right. Some shows and stuff. And she'll sit on your lap and blow her nose. Do it Twitter or uh, Facebook or anything. I've got Twitter and Facebook. It's my name. So L I Z Y P I L C. I mean, I don't know what else if people give like an H T. Like it's one two four. No, no, I get it. That's, that's exactly how you do it. Yeah. And and you're doing it right. You use your name for everything, and you go, "It's my name at this." You yeah. get a few Same use that account every now and then. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's not months. like Hot Lips forty nine at Hotmail dot com. Well, you're not forty nine yet, so I mean, you know. You you don't want to give off the wrong impression. No. And you weren't born in 49. Mm. Teddy, what can we plug for you, sir? Uh, man, just uh, hanging out uh, all over the place. Shanty towns, you know. Mm. Shanty Come find me. Mm. Mitch? Uh, you can find me at the polls tomorrow. Hey. Surprised hey. nobody else plugged that. Hey. Uh, be sure, by the way, if you're at home and if you're at all confused about where your polling place is or where you can vote and all these different things... Google has a fascinating resource on that. I do believe it's just google.com slash politics, but let me double check on that. That yeah, is I wrong. Think you can like throw in your address and, uh... Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Oh, well, it's the Google Doodle of the day. If you click their logo, um, it'll show you. Exactly. Also, where I think you get your find my place. fucking polling place. Yeah, yeah. I believe. You can, uh... Which uses Google. So save yourself, uh, some extra <laughs> typing and just type the G and it'll probably auto complete to Google and click their logo. And it has the little thing. So you're good. Uh, and go out and get your vote on. As, uh, as we say, uh, we vote, we win.
Exactly. Four more years, bitches. Here you go. Uh, Saturday, I have a show at the Neon Venus Theater at 6.30. It'll be a sort of a, a, a more mellow show, sort of storytelling. And then I'm doing a loud, screamy, angry show at 8 o'clock at Formosa. Um, I might be headlining. I'm not sure yet. And then the Saturday afterwards, I'm at House of Brews in San Fernando. Oh, and, you're doing uh, House of Brews. Yeah, just got invited to that before the show. Uh, I'll have all that information on my website. And uh, uh, I guess that's everything. Well, good night, bitches. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.